Time again while your dynamic duo of dummies breaks down this week's DC Comics and try their best not to screw it up. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 304 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. It is 304, Eric, and... Here is where you can find us all around the intro net. You can go over to Twitter at the Weird Science DC. At the Derdera? <laughs> Weird Science DC. We also have a website where we review all of the books each and every week. Eric tends to review things he doesn't even need to review, Stop which you'll it. hear later. Uh, you go over to WeirdScienceDCComics.com. We also have a YouTube channel, Weird Science Comics, where I do reviews of the DC and the Marvel books. And we have a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can go and get a ton of other shows, exclusive shows, while also helping us out and encouraging us to keep on keeping on, Eric. As my grandfather once said, keep doing what you're doing. I told okay, Logan Grandpa. that story. Logan looked like he was going to cry. He's he always like, looks he like really, he's going to cry, though. He really said that. I'm like, yeah, he did. You need and to give him something to cry about. Yeah, really, I will. My left, left and a right. But hey, if you do go over to the Patreon right now, one of the things that you can listen to each and every week is our Patreon-only spotlight, the DC Comics Patreon-only spotlight we're talking about here that comes out every Thursday night. Me and Eric get together and do two books that are picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh group. Beep, boop. Beep, a boop. And this week, they surprised us a little. They ended up picking Batgirl number 47, a Journey to the Joker War, as well as Shazam number 13, the penultimate issue of the Jeff Johns run of that book. Oh, Shazam, that sadly, don't leave me. Sadly, is going to be leaving soon. And yes, you could go over and listen to Eric try to think that maybe Batgirl makes a little bit of sense, even though it didn't, no. Eric. And you did find out later, but that's not your fault. But we already mentioned them. And so what we're going to do, the bad asses. Of the Get Fresh Crew, Eric. Beep, beep, boop. Boop. I just wanted you to say beep boop. Uh, this is a salute to them. This is the badass roll call. Boom! I love the roll calls, Eric. And here we go down. We have Josh Murray. Welcome to the Welcome. roll call and the uh, Get Fresh Crew. Beep boop. <laughs> we have Andrew who went up to be a badass again, which we really appreciate. Thank you, Andrew. We have Adam W. Lafferty, Thomas D. Athelrath, all these people with their middle initials, their fancies they are. Ted Quiet down, Alvin. Lawrence Lee. Yeah, really. My man and your man, Rob Lewis, Forrest Pauly, Cam, Joseph Wojcik, Dalton Edom, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Lady Abby, Niels T-Wart, we haven't heard of his sexual exploits Thankfully. lately, right? Oh, my. I wonder what they will. There is a shut shutdown. Down. I'm telling you, they've shut him down big time. You mean David somebody can't Fink. spit in my mouth no more? No, nope, that's meals. what happens. No. Joey Bear Costco. They can still punch in the chops, though. Tony Walton, Brian King, Ken Halleck, Polly P, way down under, Comic Boom Rocky, Cellar Dweller. That's like me now. Mark Jager, Eric G, Aldrin Stoja, Ulysses Jones, Nick Adams, Bill Bear, Ruben. Ruben is a new father, I want to point out. So congratulations, congratulations, Ruben. Ruben had a daughter uh, this Wednesday. Carlos, see what happens. Lone Wolf Marv, what's going on? What happened? Uh. Oh, my. Welcome to the... I love the roll call, Eric. We have Carlos, Lone Wolf Marv, T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Hakeem, 
Man, now I can't breathe. Oh, no. Swanee. Oh, my God. Anthony G. I had a lot still. What happened? Josh Vermillion, Missy T, Bobby Bain. Three or four. Pete from NYC. Batman Beyond slash manga slash anime slash baseball mark. I'm going to go oh. with Brandy Murray, who, now that I have the time, I can explain that he's watching SmackDown and messaging to me and you. And they end up having the cinematic thing with a bar fight. He's worried that they might be wasting real alcohol. But <laughs> it's drunk. And we have... Double A-Ron. Where is A-A-Ron right and now? And then a shout-out to the all-time Reggie. And that is the full roll call. I mean, and really, what I happened? think we're getting we're getting too many people, Aaron. That's what that. happened. And too many. Yeah. Are we supposed to let this, you know, play out, or should I shut stop it? Down, it? Shut it down, Jim. Shut it all down. You want to shut it down? Shut down you, the you really want to? I just want to keep going. I keep thinking that it's fading <laughs> out, but it's not. There you go. Hey! <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. And that hey. is the roll call. I was doing you? that. You, you didn't realize what I was doing. I was doing that thing that David Letterman used to do with his tie. Oh, yeah. But I don't have a tie on no. it. It really didn't work out. But thanks all of the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Big Boop and everybody else in the Get Fresh crew, everybody else on the Patreon. We appreciate everything that you do. And it really does encourage us to keep on going with all the shows. But if you're not involved and you're wondering what it's all about, go over to the Patreon. Check it out. We do a lot of shows each and every day. And if you want to check, you know, ask one of these guys. Ask one of them people in that roll call oh, yeah. if they like it, right? Ask them. Just don't ask. You know, ask Manship. He, he'll, he'll tell you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Manship's like my version of he. He is is my flavor. Flav is what he is. The greatest he hype man of all time. Man. He's a hype man. But hey, everybody, we got a lot of books going on here. Hey! Do we? Hey, no, we have some. We're gonna go. We're not really that down with the books, but I hope everybody can have some fun. As we go through this week's books, and we're going to start with a big one with the Bat Flash section. Now, we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love, the meat and the cheese that we crave. Oh, Jim, we just want to hear your voice some more, and we want to hear Hi, Eric. Hi. How you doing? Hi. Here we are, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're here with a bunch of books tonight, and we have a section that I, I just want to point out, Eric. This section is a little callback. It's a little call out, a little shout out, shout back, flashback, recap, you know, stuff like that. I'm lost. Where we end up where if you are a longtime listener, first time caller, 
you will know that originally, way, way back, way back in time, a kid by the name of Eric. That's me. Ended up getting a hold of us and saying that he was going to oh, do a, bat, <laughs> a Batman Flash podcast. Yeah. And he wanted to know, what should I call it? And legitimately, like a genius that I am or a genius, depending on where you live. I, I don't think that's I the thing. said that you should call it Bat Flash. The Bat, bat Flash. Flash podcast. Well, now we have the Bat Flash section here. And we really only heard, we heard from that kid the next week, right? <laughs> he wasn't and then, interested in your names. No, he ended up saying I was nonsense. And then we never heard from him again. But, that made sense but since me. then, well, since then, though, I've been listening every week intently to the Bat Flash podcast that is now at episode 280. Did you realize that? No. That, that I'm lying. There is no Bat Flash so, podcast. Also, even if there was, Mike, you have not been listening to shit. You are a liar, sir. I am. I, I don't listen to anything. Yeah, that's what Tanya tells me all the time. Tanya, the other day. Oh, I've had conversations with you. Well, that's really and legitimately what you're going to say is, and that is not my fault, my friend. That is not. <laughs> and in fact, where I know that you realize it's not my fault because it really isn't. You are one of the few people who has seen the scatterbrain that I am when it comes to if I don't have medicine and things like that, where I have a hundred things going on and nothing going on. I mean, nothing is being, I'm all over the place, but you end up then, I realize you realize this because later when I do end up remembering something that you don't think, like the other day we were talking and I said that I remembered you telling me that uh, something about the, uh, <laughs> the, and I'm telling you, I'm having Here a No, it was the deal with the guy who did sliders. Who ends oh, up yes. being Mel Torme? Mel Torme, Tracy Torme. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't yeah. remember all the di- but you aspects. You, of it. Always, you remember the Torme? That's what I'm saying, though. But you always do Velvet seem Fog. you seem surprised, but you also seem like you're happy that I have remembered something you have done. He because was there are things that do not quite get in there. Well, the other day, Tanya got mad at me because she is telling me that I have to lay with Mia. We ended up clipping Mia's <laughs> nails. And to do that, we have to get these drugs from the vet. We end, and we have these clippers that show you how to do it. So before I get people yelling and screaming at me, listen, I'm no Rockefeller. We have he's, to do he, it. Look, he's cutting the dog's claws, but he doesn't know what Mia yeah, is. Yeah, really. So, yeah. So I'm sitting there, and this is done. Husband, and I she, need to talk to you. Well, you she's need to having, lay yeah. with Mia tonight. Well, I had to. Get a towel. With, well, so she was <laughs> going right, to go honey. out. I think she was going to go grab Logan get from shooting basketball. <laughs> So I ended up, she didn't want Mia to be by herself with this medicine after the fact because it could. So she says, lay with Mia. I'll be back in a minute. Well, she goes away and in the room, there's like 700 fans, a lot more than are listening now, Eric. I'd have to <laughs> say. Uh, but also, I had the TV on and I started watching some wrestling. I had actually, while she was telling me all this, I was getting the WWE app on that TV. I'm loading it up. I'm loading something. And she kept talking and I didn't know what she said. She got so pissed off. But what she was saying was exactly everything she had already said. She starts screaming, you never listen. So I started yelling, it's not my fault. I have a medical condition. Then she got really mad. (laughs) I get mad too. (laughs) I'm like, I can't help it, baby. Baby, baby, look, I wasn't listening the first time. What makes you think I'm going to listen the second time? I'm trying to put wrestling on. Calm down. And all this was was laying down with the dog. (laughs) I can get that. I understand. I'm sitting there trying to watch Raw. That's all I wanted to do with the dog. See, you, dog you're doing better than down. I would have because at this point, I just would have gotten up and left. And, and you, then, you know, you know what she, also, by then she also says the, the thing that she wanted to tell me was she was putting trash cans up in the doorway 
so that if Mia of course. somehow woke up like like the Undertaker, all of a sudden the dog sits up and starts running away. Dog couldn't even open its mouth, the tongue's hanging out. And she's like, I was telling you that these trash cans. I'm like, whatever, just go. I'm going to be sitting here watching. Yeah. Oh, she was so mad at me. She was so mad at me. But yeah, that's what happens. I, I have problems listening, Eric. But I listen to that kid with the bat flash all the time. I've been all listening to that guy. It's me and my Little head. Eric. Hey there, boys. It's time for was the bat flash. Years, he, he was 12 years old when he like mailed in, so he's yeah. almost an adult now. Yeah, really. <laughs> really, if that's what you're doing, I don't know why you're checking those stats. <laughs> look, <laughs> okay, look. What are you, like old school I, I was, ocean twins what, what, here? What I was trying to do here was just talking about. How Eric. How much, you know, how long we've been doing this, but now once it came out, now I'm a monster. Yeah, that, didn't, Whatever. that didn't sound good. But speaking of monsters, Eric, you hear about this Joker war that's going around? I have. A lot of people talking about this. This is, you know, you see the news lately. Have you seen the headlines lately? That's my real bad Jay Leno. I have not seen Jay Leno in so this? long. Have you heard this? Hey, hey, have you heard this? This that's Joker War. Yeah, the Joker War started, baby. And and I'll have my theories about why uh, it, it obviously started a while back. Look, but... the Joker War started just like the road to the Joker War finished. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Batman number ninety five, Eric. Written by James Tyne in the fourth art by Jorge Jimenez, Timo Moray, and Clayton Cowles. Joker War has officially begun. I love the art, but the does issue didn't the wow me. He does. But <laughs> the issue did not wow me as much as I thought it would. It was a good enough setup issue. I just thought that Tynan would give us something a bit more explosive to really <gasps> put. And I mean, I'm telling explosive there to really put everyone. Oh, building, these billions <laughs> I stole to fuck up this oh, city. Yeah. I thought that he would use this to put everyone on notice that after all the lead-ins, the big show. Has finally arrived. The big show, Eric. Like I said, it's still good enough. I just didn't feel it was as big as expected. And me and you were talking. I obviously wrote well, this. Like that explosion, that's a bang right there. What we got here was a ripper that wanted to talk about the first time that the Batman had to deal with the Joker. And he he's a different kind of criminal. And then this pretty much meander around until the end. It does. And that's the problem I have. And some people, I ended up doing a well, video review. talk about the little Gothams. I, I did a little, re- a little review. I did a video review and some people were kind of giving me crap. Oh, man, you know, this was great. And it, it, this is the first issue. So, yeah, I'm like, I know. I know that. Well, I had also had the same argument with another guy who basically said the Joker War started six months ago and everybody's right, it seems. Yeah. And I think that Can't there, go wrong. there were a couple things that ended up you know, causing what the landscape ended up being. You end up having the designer deal going after James Tynan takes over for Tom King. Punchline is announced. They end up showing a couple of... She's an instant hit. So that forces her more into it. To have her more into it, you have to have Joker more. You have to go. But also the shutdown, I think, also led DC to say... All right, we need some things going. We need to sell some things. And when we come back, we need to do this. Oh, and I'm I telling think- you, this whole thing coming back hard and heavy leading up to Batman 100, the Joker Wars a thing. And like even what they said in the, you know, the DC Comic-Con at home event they had for the Batman panel today is the idea of like, we have this Joker. We can't just do it for the main Batman title. We have to go as big yeah. and bad as we can because we need DC to hit a mark right now that people have apparently not been reading our books lately. No, so we need haven't. to do something big right now. And fast. I think that there's another part of that, too, of not just we have to get to the Joker War and make it big. I think they said we have to kind of make it bigger. And this designer, that's not doing it. Punchline is, but Punchline's with Joker. So let's 
amp it up. Let's get towards the Joker War maybe a little quicker. What and everybody didn't that, realize, though, is that that Harlan Graves is that knockout <laughs> character that everybody's yeah, talking about. Yeah. You know, the Harlan Graves, me the and you, Me and you were actually debating of who called the ambulance for Catwoman. I'm like, yeah. did, did the underbroker? I mean, I don't know. He didn't seem like he was having a side, but he did. We obviously he see he did. He's on the money and, side. And so with that, I think that when you have so much of a lead and you're, you're going to end up, you know, having the problem where you may blow your load beforehand. I know you know about that a lot. But even if you don't do that, what you're hey. going to do is what you're going to do is I love when you mute the mic and I can trash dog you. But what you also are going to do is by the time you finally get to the event. People might be a little worn down by it already. People might be already a little bit like, okay, well, what's going on? When you have this first issue, I really, really expected this to be like, holy shit, the Joker Wars here. I can't even believe what's going on. I can't. But instead, you have the Joker going around buying up theaters, which that seems to be a neat thing. But also, oh, yeah. it just well, reminds me. Is- it reminds me of the the whole, you know, death of the family when he ended up going around and grabbing all the people for Dick Grayson with the Haley Circus well, and things weird like because that. We st- when we have this issue, we start out with the Joker going to buy the Monarch Theater just for the idea. This is where Bruce Wayne became Batman, watching the Marcus Zorro, his family left Crime Alley, got shot dead right there. This is where Batman began. And the Joker buying this up, Mike. All right, that's kind of interesting, but it seems for whatever we're dealing with, though, he went in there just to find the old movie reel yeah, of absurd. the Mark of Zorro. And I'm, so like, I'm like, did he have to then, have the original one? I exactly. mean, he is going and really OG. going but... around and buying all the theaters in Gotham City. I'm like, because he's just going to play, the, but, but he's going to have to get other reels anyway. <laughs> right? saying, like, and the thing is, uh, the Monarch Theater, I can understand. I want to yeah. know which theater in a big old, you know, modern city like this, you know, all the theaters. Or still have a freaking like a, a, a camera that will play. I know real a movie on real like this. And then he has Joker eyes people in the audience. Oh my god, I'm setting it up. All my friends are going to be here. Which ones? Oh my right. god! <laughs> but All right. look, look, the whole thing. You need to have the whole like the 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 idea that the Joker is mean and green and in charge at this point, where you know he's leaving a body trail because you need this to be big. Like we just talked about, you need to have that explosion. But this happening where we have a, a dilapidated, closed down Monarch Theater has been closed for years and years and years. Joker's just going through talking to the blind owner. Thankfully, he's a blind owner, doesn't give a crap if a clown's coming yeah. around talking about buying things up. But we're just looking for the Marcus. What was that sound? I don't hear anything. I sound like laughter. What is that? Oh, you're going to join my friend. I'm like, this goes back to the war of jokes and riddles that you and I were talking yeah. about, where the Joker lost his laugh. And for some reason, he could get people to come up, comedians, to come to the thing to try to make him laugh. And knowing that there's a pile of bodies around that. Yeah, why would they laugh, keep doing die. that? Where did this whole auditorium full of people in this know. theater come from to be jokerized for a theater that's been shut down for 20 years? I'm guessing they were jokerized first and brought in, but we don't know. The thing that gets me is take the designer nonsense, because really, now that we're here at the Joker War, the designer, what, that whole thing was just set up so that Joker could get everything yeah, that yeah. is Batman. So take that away and have a proper setup, maybe a lead into this where you're having your other story it's not even involving the joker but then at the end where we often do where you'll have the last page or so with the joker we had it in the designer at one point where you would have the joker going and buying the monarch theater out of nowhere like oh my god like what's going on there like that that is intriguing that's neat setup but for the first issue it seems like 
That's not so big. Like you, you have all the resources, everything going down, and then we have to stop to kind of let's really set these things up and show that the Joker wants to mess with Batman's mind. But it seems like it's a little too late for that as you're torturing Lucius, bringing down all of Wayne Industries, connecting things. And there's a lot of things in this that didn't play off as well. Even when you have the Joker who pretty much has hinged everything on knowing Bruce Wayne is Batman. Which and I still enjoy that he's keeping that close to the he's chest keeping because it close he's not to telling the people about this like punchline. I wish that we saw something a little more. Like she does just say something that's a little subtle, which is okay, but I wish that one point she was like begging, come on, tell me who the Batman is. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not for you now, sweetie pie. Uh, but you have all this going on. It does start off though, like you said originally, the idea that we're going to go back and show the origins of the Batman Joker relationship, and it feels a little like wasted well, space. Also, exactly. The thing is, you want to hearken back to the idea that the reason that Batman was so successful against people like the Joker was because he had Alfred yeah, in his he corner. Had Alfred, yeah. Now Alfred's gone. Lucius is taken off the table. So we have the Batman Bat right now at around. the weakest at this yes. whole thing. So it's a whole different ballgame and what we're getting into for the Joker war. And it is a nice little thing because that's the Joker's big thing. Hey, Batman, you're not as good because you're watered down by all this family and all this nonsense. Nonsense. Well, we're going to see this in my mind is almost like taking it's it back reverse. again yeah. where Batman needs them. He's going to get them. You have a little play at the end after you end up gassing Batman that he thinks that he hears, you know, Alfred. We'll have to see what that means. But it's it's one of those that can easily just be Look, even this whole thing. I'm, I'm going to talk a lot of shit because, you know, it's me. But this whole thing where it's <laughs> like. It, it just seems silly where we have punchline. We just know that, you know, college student who was infatuated with the Joker somehow made some Joker talks, became punchline, you know, and but the idea that she's been, you know, immune to toxins like Harley Quinn is now where she's been, you know, exposed to yeah. pretty much the Iocane powder over That's the years is. time or something like this. But you know what, Batman, I've been exposing you to a gas. It's part Joker venom. It's part scarecrow fear toxin. It's part venom. I'm like. To just use all the things that are, you know, tropes here yeah, anymore. That's, like, you're, that's you're, you're just saying seems. things. I'm like, what is this all? You've combined them together and now Batman's here and Alfred's voice. I'm like, and also he's going to have withdrawal because of them. Is he also going to have like super strength to fuck you up? Like, what does this yeah, mean? That's, that's all it is. I mean, that's all it is in the whole idea. We had that all lead in with the, you know, the Iocane powder, as we yeah. say. But even just with that, it's like, you end up making the punchline smarter than Batman in this. It's a little too much with going on. And these mini caves were brought up like in that, that back I'm telling you, you could tell me the punchline was, you know, an MMA trained fighter going into college. You could tell me that she was yeah. a valedictorian top of like, you could tell me all these things, but we're also dealing with Batman. In my mind, the yes. Batman could punch a 20 year old girl in the mouth who just decides to have a Joker <laughs> complex out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, you know, and he's done it. He's actually, you know, poor Harper Rowe got punched <sighs> right in the chops. Now she's living on the ground with <laughs> anarchy. All she wanted no. to do was help. She just wanted to help Eric and she got punched in the chops. But yeah, so all of this going on, Punchline should not be a threat in my mind. No, no. And while that, and it makes it so that Joker's like, well, you know, you deal with the Batmans while I go and buy up these theaters and things like that. And you have some, you know, nice little moments and things like that. You do see, and you're told through the news reports too, that they are going, it's almost like a Batman Incorporated type deal where yeah. they are going after Bruce Wayne for funding Batman, Batman they want, but using those funds and embezzling yes. those funds that were supposed to go to Batman to and his then, own accounts and now is on the run. So it's like one of those things that they are saying that Wayne Industries wants the tech back 
Uh, but it does seem like this might lead to possibly for a while having Bruce Wayne kind of not around, just the Batman, just a Batman on the run, things like that. With them separated, at least you can kind of do that. It seems it makes- kind of weird, though, because I'm pretty sure that at the one point we had to have Bruce Wayne come out and say, you know, publicly, I can't fund the Batman anymore because it was taken like down. Like yeah. for, He came out and said, I'm, you know, I'm funding the Batman. There's Batman Inc. We're doing all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that and was a big thing. Because of Talia and stuff like that, he had to freaking shut down and say he's not doing this anymore. So here we are years later and saying that, you know, this is Wayne Tech. And I'm like. But I don't know if we can really tie Batman into what Bruce Wayne's been doing anymore at this point in time for how long it's been. Yeah, I, I just get the idea that what they would say is that after he said, oh, I'm no longer funding no, Bruce, him this bullshit, I, no, he Bruce ended up going underground. Money the entire time he was doing this, I can see yeah, that. No, I it's think just that come that's what they're going and saying, like when he was told not to do it or he said he wasn't, he actually started doing it more underhanded. Uh, but even so, it, that's just a side thing anyway. The idea that, that Wayne Industries hasn't just plummeted the stocks, all that, plus you end up having a Gotham Gazette article that's about the Joker being the one who is now running. Uh, good old and Gotham Gazette. you end up having a cease and desist. That's a bulk, multi-billion dollar cease and desist. And I ended up getting a hold of Ruben, who was a lawyer, and said, does that make sense, like that, that phrasing there? He said, no, it's just kind of like uh, the way to say it. To make it seem fancy, yeah. though it's not it's really the deal. Assist, so we know if that yeah, doesn't work out, it's going to be a, just like a, a cease and, and desist. Like yeah. But they all are. If you don't, if I file one right now, I don't have a monetary. I just file it to you. If you don't listen, then I sue Suck you, little man. Uh, but then you, you have, got the money. But to then sue the me. best thing is you have to end up proving that you know if it's a multi-billion-dollar lawsuit, you have to prove that that article cost the Wayne Industries multi-billion dollars with that thing. And as we saw, you just had a little dip in the stocks, Eric, so they'd only get that. But with all this going down, I think that's just a, yep, wink, wink. I do hope there. for some reason, just for my own personal benefit, that because of the Gotham Gazette and the idea that this is out there, that the author is Vicky Vale, and this will bring her into the story That'd more as Batman cool. goes forward. Because I even love the idea that, like, you know, when the uh, Joker's attorney, Harlan Graves, shows up, you know, representing Wayne Enterprises, new yeah. owner, something like that, Commissioner Bullock, the rest of the police, like, Hughes works for the Joker. We knows it. Fuck yeah, off. That's, you know, what, I that's like, the only reason I thought that that article would have been I like that the police knew all of this. They're not going to give him any freaking leeway to do whatever he wants. Like, you're working for a psychopath there's no way the gcpd's on hey the wayne enterprises just gave the gcpd yeah, all yeah. stuff you want to take away bruce Seri- wayne and, gave and it to seriously us. if me and you this right now <laughs> if me and you just took over a company do you think you'd have the balls to be like hey what are you talking about we just gave you this like you just started doing this a day ago. That that shit was from before, asshole. Look, it wasn't you. Now, let's just say, was a cop just giving me guff after he pulled me over and gave me a ticket? Because if that's the case, maybe I still have a little bit of a grudge. No, no. I'm just saying if somebody's like, hey, look at you, you piece of crap. You're like, piece of crap. Like, all of a sudden, you have taken over, you know, Apple. And uh-huh. Apple has donated three years ago to something. And you're like piece of shit i donated all this stuff before they're like you didn't do anything you just took it over because that's what it is and if you don't know and we have said but harlan graves is the underbroker so yes. he is the one who is in charge he's doing the deal everything's Roger all set charge. up he goes in and you have basically uh, a lot of the people of wayne industries they want to jump out the window uh, and kill themselves because of what's going on and you do then go off where punchline is 
got Lucius and wants to know, okay, how do you a get Joker into this stuff? Joker toxin up Lucius, but I'm saying a slightly less Joker toxin, so one that gives you the grin but keeps your mind clear enough to give information out for like you know what you need. Apparently, and and then even he ain't con- going to become a drooling freaking no. monster like you know Duke's parents my, did. My favorite though is afterwards. He then seems to just be hanging out and still yeah. talking to Bruce after Punchline leaves him. Still getting on the comms. I mean, What's it's going not, on, Pinhead? It's not really affecting him that much. But yeah, they're getting the, <laughs> hey, t- tell us how to open up these mini caves and how to do this the and that. The mini caves that are set up inside of Wayne Enterprises that Bruce updated. These are pretty much, you know, Court of Owls secret level rooms that we're dealing with inside of Wayne Enterprises where mm-hmm. each of these mini caves, six of them in total, they do a different thing that will help Bruce throughout the city for the different layers of building up Gotham, being the Gotham that he wants to be. The the sixth and final room, Bruce has never gotten to that point in no. his life where he deserves to be in the sixth final room <laughs> to actually have the Gotham that he wants. And this is the first time that he's seen it. And I'm reading this book. I'm like, so what you're telling me is I really should have read this first before Batgirl. Because yeah, that's Batgirl, what I said when we did that on the uh, Patreon. Reading Batgirl Spotlight. first to talk about we need to get, you know, these cryptos on these passwords to get to these mini caves. And I thought they were talking about secret rooms inside the Batcave for what they were talking about in Batgirl. Turns out it doesn't matter because Batgirl, like a Nightwing, doesn't do anything for the Joker War except for convolute everything else and actually not tell a very good story to stuff. So don't read Batgirl. Get rid of that shit. And, and with that Batgirl, which you ended up, you know, kind of giving it the benefit of the doubt. But even in that goes out of their way, Cecil Castellucci, to give a time frame that includes this torture of yeah. Lucius and the name of the th- everything. So you're like, really, that didn't matter. So with that, though, they go. And I love the idea of these mini caves that there's a Batman. I'm just saying he, he doesn't drink a lot, right? He, he doesn't drink. Not. He doesn't do a lot with these rooms appear to be almost like the popping the champagne every time something goes on. Yeah. It's like, I can't go. Oh, wait, what? Joker just made the fish? All right. Goes into the <laughs> mini cave. Yeah, I'm in this one. It's like a whole sequence of stuff. Oh, man, I, I can't wait till Two-Face attacks me so I can go to the next one. There's a series of caves that are set up to only be used after a specific thing happens. Well, I just, just imagine nonsense. it's like, okay, you know, the, infra- the infrastructure of Gotham is collapsing. Batman is just saved the day i need to open up this room to f- finish it all off so this is the infrastructure mini bad cave we're dealing yeah. with this stuff right here it's open we're unlocked let's ready to go where's the bat bunny bat cave in the, the mini cave when i die and then jim gordon takes over where's the one? foxes well, uh, i could just oh, see no, that's the power waiting powers there, industries there's batman sitting there he's like i need two things to happen and i need to happen now i need jim gordon to smash the bat signal and i need to find out that the penguins fucking penguins and then i get to go into my man cave that's what that is he just disappears those happen eric he got to open up that deal i know you don't like to talk about the penguins but it happened but yeah this whole idea <laughs> of, this whole idea of yeah batman this is that that's punchline if you didn't know oh, okay hey there the batmans you weren't allowed to go into this room until you did the whole deal now here you are all right, all right look look Let's just talk about the psychology of Batman because, you know, obviously he's, you know, he had to set up four of these different mini bat caves for what he needed to do. And the idea that the sixth one is like almost like a, a trophy being <laughs> given to saying. him. <laughs> so the thing is, he has Alfred working on this. He has Lucius working on this, but everybody is, it's almost like an Area 51 situation. Nobody knows yeah. exactly what they're working on. They're just doing their own individual is it in projects. Area 52, Eric? Yeah, no, yeah. That's their mutual, I believe. Yeah. But, Ooh. uh, we have Batman pretty much. Hey, 
knowing this is his trophy at the end, so it's okay. Look, Joker's <laughs> taking over. He's taking <laughs> yes. all my money. My bad cave is screwed because they have stately Wayne Manor, which I still love in the news. They call it stately Wayne yeah, Manor. Yeah, stately but, Wayne Manor. All right, I got to get in this goddamn six mini bat cave here on the Wayne Enterprises, so let's go up in here. It's like he's opening right. presents in August to all me. All right, look, it's beyond this wall, but I better better cut a hole into this wall in the shape of a bat symbol. <laughs> better take my time to do this, too, and get in there. He's all about the branding. I guess maybe that is not cutting. I think that maybe that is a doorway. I, look, I don't know. I, it, look, he had, he had his hand up. I guess it would be a doorway. But I also he like, he's it, like, okay, he, let's play Metal Gear Solid first to see where the layout is. I'm telling you, when, I'm looking, when I first read this, he puts his hand up there to open the door, but I swear that this was just yeah. a suction cup he had there to hang on there so he could cut a bad symbol through the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, maybe I should just cut a real quick set. <laughs> it would be funny. No. Keep with the branding, buddy. But yeah, he's going into just the idea of these mini caves, the idea that this was the, I don't know, the one where when everything's perfect we'll go in i understand that it's the only one that isn't open none of them are really are any of them necessarily open because he they're they're secret to him but he goes to this one thinking okay i haven't gone into that yet i'll hang out i'll hang out i'll make some you know egg salad sandwiches look at this the new bat suit that alfred designed for me when i have my ideal gotham my shining knife bat suit i'm sick to myself like did Alfred know you at all? Would you have worn this Batman? No. God, is it gaudy? Yeah, he's like, oh my god, what, what am designer I? Designer had bad what taste in fashion. Silver Surfer, seriously. <laughs> uh, so you this go looks in like a nightmare from the Dark Multiverse and, coming out yeah, of here. Then you have your punchline in there. He ends up in again. This is a Batman who goes in and he is attacking a college student. A college student. He ends up throwing batarangs at her that seem to be smoking batarangs. These are the badass smoking batarangs, and they all miss her. Like you know, they're going to be popular in high school. These batarangs. <laughs> the, the thing is, they poke. You end up with that. It would be funny. It's like they don't stab; they poke. That's why, because they smoke. Gross. You end up with that. That's a joke, Eric. I, I gotta. Hit. You end up though where she avoids these. Is Batman trying to hit her? I mean, I, I'm it, telling you, this is just like Batgirl throwing those three batarangs at the Joker yeah, in the back. Nobody issue. can throw batarangs anymore. <laughs> They're out of practice. Look, Dick Grayson lost his memories. They lost their aim. Also, he's in there, and it's like he, he's now what, in. What KGB bullet can do to you? Yeah, he's now in Wonderland with with his you know curator punchline. Hey, Batman, look, there's the suit that you was going to get. What? I didn't authorize that. Did you, Lucius? Uh-uh. S- sorry, Batman, I'm Jokerized right now, but no. I thought I've you got did pins it. in my face, Batman. <laughs> Leave me alone. Right now, you don't see it's off panel. I'm next. I'm sitting next to Axel Rose. We're looking at a bunch of screens and going nuts. And you know, he's like, "Well, welcome to the jungle, bitch." You end up where You're he's like, die. "Oh my god, he's mad now. He's clenching his fist." And there's punchline. Ha <laughs> ha! You call us crazy. Look at this. You you're gonna end up looking like the George Clooney's. Man, I gotta and, and crawl then, outside this bat symbol door. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Shit's getting real in here. And then it just starts filling with gas to the point where he doesn't even realize it. This is Batman. Also, a Batman who has gadgets and gizmos that he could hit a button and you know go. Nope, not this one. He ends up all of a sudden, he is, and it looks like a Neil Adams deal with the, ah, where Batman's all of, what's happening to me? Yeah. And that's where you have the Iocane powder. Oh, and she goes through the whole deal. 
She just doesn't say it's, you know, my own blood. I ended up having a little bit, you know, inconceivable. And now he is going to pass out. And as he's passing out through his calm, he hears Alfred. And so you're playing that deal where you just gave him a high dose of Joker toxin and venom. Toxin, venom. Yeah, all this stuff all together. It's that whole Maybe mix. Maybe a little Icarus. So are we supposed to believe that that's Alfred getting a hold of him? And the thing that threw me off is <laughs> I thought that he was thinking that that's Alfred calling from the Batwing that now has a Joker smile on. It's going to kill him. Like, why does Alfred want to kill everybody? But it's just that he's trying Sometimes to get a hold of him. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, really. It's like, you, you can't be real. You're dead. I'm sorry, my boy. I'm so sorry, but we're all dead now. And then you end up having oh, that fear toxin. what appears to be the Joker, right? The Joker attacking. I want to imagine that this bat wing that has a giant smile painted on the yeah. front of it is being, you know, drone control. Like, exactly. Remote control. It's Joker. a drone right now. Yes. Why is he destroying Wayne Industries? This is what he bought. This is where he gets his money from. Well, he's the thing he's is, shooting I say, it. I say it's Wayne Industries because I, I don't know. Well, that's what he understand. said, that that's where I'll the minicaves were. I don't exactly understand how the layout of Wayne Industries is. When I think about it, I just think of a big old tower. Because if you look at this mini cave that Batman went into, which yeah. is supposed to be a part of Wayne Industries. It is supposed to be a, a part of Wayne Industries. It just kind of looks kind of be like a cube out here in the street. It does, but it is spelled out to be a part, like you said, in a cool way. That kind of resembled the Court of Owls So he is destroying a built. Now again you might say well he has a billion dollars Now what is he now But this affects that I get a hundred billion dollars I'm destroying a lot of shit It doesn't matter You end up where you're already having What should be problems with stock there is rumors, at least, that the Joker is now in control of Wayne Industries. You end up having Bruce Wayne is gone and embezzling. This ends up losing money. Then you just flat out attack the building by hitting it with this missiles. This is just a gas, gas, gas at this point. You got mm. enough money to do whatever you want. You're burning through it. Doesn't matter. But yeah, overall, I thought this was a little bit of a uh, not, not, a, great not a great start. And I was telling you that that ending to the road to the Joker War, the journey to the Joker War, which I was like all about at one point. I thought that ended in a winter. Did not get me hyped and ready to go into this. I'm like, okay, well. We still have the first issue of Joker War Part 1. This is the time to get me back involved. Get me work this summer event that I want to see. I'm like, you didn't do it here either. So I'm kind of disappointed. I'm still all, no. like, you know, all about the Joker War. But what we've been getting over the past you know, month now, it hasn't been hitting. Yeah, I'm wondering if and when, uh, how many issues we're going to have to wait until a Batgirl and a, and a Nightwing show up in this book. Uh, because I want to see that. I want to see. I don't really just need to see Punchline and Dick Grayson running around in Nightwing. I want to see the reaction with Batman, interaction with Batman, all that. So I hope that that happens very quickly as well, because they are going to be, uh, you know, in solicits and things by at least 99. But I hope it's before then so we can have all that stuff with the Bat family and Batman trying to get them back and maybe Damien showing up. I, I want to see more I don't know that of Damien. that He's going a on. Boy. And Tim, Tim Drake, when he shows up and he calls himself Drake Batman's just send him right out. You don't want that nonsense. Yeah. I don't I don't need your crap. You kid. broke rule number one, just you think, little though, dummy. Wouldn't it be the coolest thing if the only person who does come to help him is Jason Todd? Finally, he'll get on that well, painting I'm just after saying, he saves this, the day. Look, your golden boy over here went by Grayson for how long? I can't go by Drake? Calm yeah, down, Batman. Really? He, he just doesn't like him. But overall, I'm going to give this a 6.8. Each each time I read it and talk about it, I go down. What would you give it? I didn't give this a 6.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art in this. And the, uh, some of the ideas are cool going forward. I just don't think they're properly set up or actually 
expanded upon to really give you a good idea of what's going on here. And for the first issue of stuff we actually dealt with, I thought was a little lackluster. Yeah, I think that with all that set up, I needed something a little big here to just, you know, show me that we're in the we're, you know, we made the big leagues now. Now the shit's going to happen. Because these these mini caves and even that bat suit, it doesn't matter. It just feels like we're going back to the James time. Like each issue, we're going to show you a new piece of tech that Batman has. that didn't do anything for the story at all. It actually actually hindered it as far as I was concerned. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, But we're going to move on to tech. Eric, Detective Comics number 1024. I don't, call that. I don't either. Written by Peter do, J. Tomasi, <laughs> art by Brad Walker, Andrew Hennessy, Brad Anderson, and Rob Lay. There, this is a tale of two stories, Eric. Oh. It, it was a stormy night, it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> As the journey to the Joker Award ends up being an action packed reset button that disappointed me since I wanted to see more Harvey, Lincoln, March, and the Court of the Owls in the Joker Award. As an ending to nope. Tomasi's long running two faced story, I was at least glad nope. we got an ending. The art was great, but I think that if, you know, depending on what you wanted out of the story, your, your score can be all over the place. But if you're going with just Journey to the Joker War, it's another one of these lackluster issues you, that you, really ends up meaning nothing. I, I was never in for the two-faced cult that we dealt with because it just seemed like nonsense. And Tomasi does these cults all the time. You yeah, and I, I have jokes about cult. it. No. So once we moved past that and found out that this has a, a greater story behind it that we had to discover with Joker and Hugo Strange and Mad Hatter leading into the Joker world with a fucking group load of talents. I'm like, well, shit, I'm all about yeah, this. Yeah, you're Give all me about this. it. All right. Let's get to this finale. Uh, there's no more talents, no more Lincoln March and Two no, Faces out. and, and oh. if, if you've been listening to the podcast, oh. I don't know if you have, Eric, but uh, we ended up no. the book that we were most excited about of this? just things going into. Maybe you got a little, you know, a little crazy with that Nightwings, but still with this, me and you were I'm, both on. I still think that might be the best me, one we've got going into you, this well, now. Me and you were going full but now i wonder what we're going to do from here in this book because you know you're going to but this ends this little story and we wanted to have two face in the bat bunny suit we wanted that during the joker war and i well, actually no, thought no, that's the thing is even if we were going to end that because i knew we were leading to, to have away that. from two face into the joker war but i thought the main part of the detective joker war was lincoln march and an army of talents i'm yeah, like no. That sounds awesome. Well, that's the thing is I thought that we were getting both sides of the the coin, Eric, since it's a two-faced deal. I actually thought that with the whole push of Batman not having the Bat family, I thought we were going to get a screwed up family, almost like what you wanted in Flash when we get to that. Because I thought that we were going to have, instead of a Dick Grayson, oh my God, Two-Face in the Bat Bunny suit. Like he is going to have to rely on people who normally would be villains but they are against the joker and you kind of set that up at the very beginning i'm like all right this is crazy we're gonna but yeah you end up resetting things just to the point of nothing mattering at all in any of this story. and one of the strangest so, a weird matches malone's thing freaking too thing it. thrown in at the end just for batman to say like here's we, the we, bullet i'm like we don't fi- give him that bullet we fix harvey dent we've actually by the end of this issue we've gotten rid of two-face we just have harvey dent in prison finishing out his sentence down for all the bad shit he's done while also giving other criminals legal advice while yeah. you know to pass the time Bruce shows up, disguises Matches Malone, yeah. gives him the bullet that he pulled out of his brain to fix his mental illness while he's I'm like, what did this do? Like, no. why would you come in here and say, here? 
And I swear to God, he threw that matches Malone deal behind him, and somebody's going to find it and do DNA, but he didn't. He still held it up. But no, with the whole and idea even that, of this, the matches Malone is a rubber mask now that he puts over the cowl. I'm like, I don't even understand how any of this shit works. Well, why doesn't he have bad ears? Like, so I'm like, telling you, hey, I matches. like you, you put a scar on your face, and then you freaking put on a little th- pencil thin mustache, put a match in your mouth, a Bruce match, Wade is matches Malone. You're either matches Malone or freaking Razor Ramon. I, I don't know. Who you are. So you end up in this, though, where. The only thing, the big thing, and the only thing you get is pretty much something nobody ever asked for is no more Two-Face. People yeah. like Two-Face, and now he's just, like you said, he's the the uh, jailhouse lawyer now, yeah. and I'm just a jailhouse lawyer. But with all of this going on, it, it just doesn't mean anything. It just resets, and I said, there's a huge McGuffin in here where all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Joker just throws in, oh, by the way, I got Hugo Strange to put brain bumps in all of this cold of face. What the hell did that happen? But yeah, you start off with Batman. And this Batman. The thing is, I'm telling you, that, that threw me for a loop because the idea when we got the issue that we found out years ago when you know Joker still had the freaking strap on his face after he cut it off. So back during Death of the Family, when he actually had Hugo and Mad Hatter do this to the Two-Face after Two-Face shot himself in the head. The timing didn't exactly work out completely, but it was close enough that I could go with it because it was kind of cool to now – and, you know, when we're talking about the last issue where Hugo Strange and Mad Hatter apparently have been like, you know, flatmates for the past <laughs> couple of years, just working on this whole thing. But then Hugo's actually going putting brain bombs in, t- on, in, in all of the cult members' heads. I'm like, hey, somebody, ha- somebody had to get those coins in their forehead. He just went a little brain <laughs> salad surgery. I don't even then. think those, if those were the bombs. I don't, and it was, I don't, I don't even what? think that's it, but maybe not, it is. No. And the thing is, the worst part about it, too, is that these aren't exactly brains. These are the new stupid brain bombs yeah. that just give you a little electric I don't know. shock. There is some blood that's shown, <laughs> but their their heads aren't blowing up, so they're brain shockers. But even so, it would be funny. How about this? If you found out that what those coins were were actually inverted hand buzzers from the Joker. He hits a button, they buzz them, and then they get upset, and then they laugh. And then out of nowhere, pow, comes out a, a thing. A thing comes out of their ear, a flag. I, I don't, I don't bang. want to do that. No, you, no, don't, you don't no, want the, no, the bang no. flag out of the ear? You have to go too ear. far all the time. And then, and then they shit fruit salad. You end up, I, though, I where I could just imagine. That. They're like, okay, boys, I'm sending you over to Hugo Strange. He's going to put these coins in your head. Well, why do we need that? It's branding. We, we, we've talked about this. Go. And they go. They're knocked well, branding out. Branding is important. They're knocked out for three days. Their zippers down and they got brain bumps. So like, I, I have a headache. Now. Hugo like, got some what's strange. What's going on? What's going on with this Hugo strange? I mean, really, don't worry about it. Don't ask. Don't tell. And so they come back. They got brain bumps. There you go. I just explained it to you. But at yeah. the very beginning, you have Batman who's going to give Harvey Dent slash Two-Face an option. You know, you always give Harvey the option right so it's like hey harvey you got two you, or not two you, you got some options you could join me you can join the joker you can join yourself i'm like that's three that doesn't work he's just fucking with two what are you he's doing he's just now? trying to fuck with them so make this easy right and, now we need two face on our side don't screw this up so Batman. you're fighting and where i got the disconnect is during the fight it seems as if what you're saying is that he is the Harvey fighting because even at the one point he says to Batman, "Hey, this is like old times, you know. You you rack them, I rip them. You know, I'm the one who puts." Yeah. And so he's like, "Yeah, they weren't great times, but still, but still, he seems like he's acting like Two Face, not Harvey." But then when you end up having the brain bombs explode, that was supposed to end up and also exploding the whole place. You end up having Harvey go way over the top, and the 
the the concussion from it ends up shifting the bullet in his head. Oh no, it's Two-Face. He's back in town again. And that's where Batman has to end up doing the surgery. Just weird on the field spot surgery, surgery on the spot. And I'm like, I, I just, this whole to get there and not meaning anything because while this is going on, Joker is watching through Lincoln March's ocular you know, deal through his goggles. They Little have CC goggle thing. TV. So he's watching like it's like reality TV to him. He's enjoying it. He's laughing. But then Batman hey, it's punches one of those, the another one of those found it. footage movies. It is. So he's doing this and he wants the, you know, talent. OK, get him. And, and again, you end up having these mixtures that you need to get Batman with and who ends up where, you know, you have Lincoln March where he's using that mixture of joker toxin like he's not quite right batman spells that out hey whatever joker gave you it's not right i'm doing this well, we're gonna a get court you with serum that. of yours mixed with the very own joker serum yeah. of course to teach this bad a lesson so we have just a crazy electrum joker toxin filled yeah. like lincoln march and by the end gets a mandible claw in his mouth that ends up just having <laughs> a freeze bomb yeah and he freezes him at least that's accurate that's how you do get yeah, rid of him now before that you even say to harvey un- Go to town on him, and he's shooting and firing. Oh yeah, because we have these towns; they're they're undead at this point. So you could doesn't matter if we kill them or not because they've already been dead. But we have the unworthy towns. They were in the tomb of the unworthy. The Joker went and dug them well, up. You see like why they them. suck? I'm telling you, we have a bunch of Joe Schmoes over here with some guns up against yeah. an army of talons, and the talons lose. Like, yeah, what happened? The, and I'm telling you. And the thing is, somehow the owl that, you know, Lincoln March brought him was killing more of the coat of Two-Face than any of the talents. At points, you have big talents, the butcher, right? The butcher. Now oh, you, I don't know where the now you just at. got, now <laughs> these guys are just like the lunch meat slicer. Yeah. I mean, the, they don't even have big names. It's the that cafeteria guy, worker. That guy's the cafeteria. That's the guy who sweeps up afterwards. This is the the, these guys, clerk. they're not the best. They were unworthy. So at least you have that, but they're still talent. Oh, Circus City customer service talent. <laughs> business. Yeah, and uh, that, that owl's doing all the damage flying around. But then when, when things seem to be going bad for the talents, that's when Joker says, oh, yeah, speaking of buzzers and sounds, I think I will blow up the brain bombs that we the, never the set up. The most dangerous people in Gotham in my mind right now, is, well, thank God they're gone with the code of Two-Face for how they're able to handle themselves against an army of talents. And again, if you want to show Man, we have nerfed out, the shit out of talents oh my so God. much since I 2011, actually, my one 2012. Big thing, and when we go through this, I don't look at you know any of the outline while we're going through specific things. And I do have all my outline to you. Is this the end of the Talons and the Court of the Owls? Because they really, every time they show up, they're <laughs> how, a bunch of bullcrap. They they're a bunch of bullcrap. They end up hunting down homeless people. They can't oh, even do that. That's the thing is, comic books anymore are like TV shows. Where like you know, the, like the fantasy fiction TV shows that I like, where you get a new threat that's involved. Like, there's no possible way that they can, they can be brought down, and then you get a many of them, and like all of a sudden, like. One shot, one shot, one shot, because we have to move the story forward. We Every time we have to get towards the end of the season, this threat needs to be taken care of, and we don't have time to fuck around with yeah, it. Let's just move down. on. And that's where I thought, when you see this going on, and okay, the, the talents, they're getting knocked out. I'm like, oh, man, like that sucks. Lincoln March, oh, my God, he gets frozen. The minute that you're also taking out the Cold of Two-Face, because they have taken out the Court of the Owl <laughs> talents, then you know <laughs> this is just resetting. I mean, the idea that the Colt is also getting out – Everybody but the two main characters are being wiped out. And then the main guy, he's now the, the courthouse lawyer. 
uh, for you know the jailhouse lawyer for everyone. He's Andy so, Dufresne instead of taxes, just legal advice. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, because while this all goes on and you end up getting Lincoln March out, you end up having Joker. Oh my God, I can't watch the surgery. I want to watch the surgery. Batman says, "Well, I ended up getting this huge tool that I'm going to now you know go into your head and try to get the the bullet out." And he does. He goes and gets the just bullet the idea out. too that we're going to do this brain surgery. The only way we can do this is first I have to th- these two gas pellets. This is going to sterilize the area. <laughs> we got to make sure this is a sterile environment for brain surgery on Two Face. Before I came here, thank God I went to the apartment of Mad Hatter and Hugo Strange and got this brain surgery equipment to go and do this because without it. this. Harvey Dent would be no more, but let's get that bullet out of there, buddy. I'm done. This machine that what he has, it just reminded me of that thing that was in Total Recall that Arnold stuck up his nose to get the freaking, you know, the the trace the tracer out of there. That big thing that looked like a big zit when he put. So you end up there with it. And he does. He gets the bullet. So you end up having no more two faces. It turns out all two faces in black, right? I'm just saying this. This whole time, though, it's a. Why was the (laughs) bullet that Two Face shot himself in the head with the thing that made Two Face? I know that's where it gets really convoluted. You mentioned that already, and now again. The idea that it's almost saying that without that bullet, he wouldn't have been Two-Faced, but he like, was Two-Faced. We could have had all the greatest doctors in the world where the Harvey was, you know, locked up for all these different occasions, stuff like that, to take care of this, you know, work on and whatever. It took Batman in a freaking ramshackle <laughs> freaking warehouse to freaking fix him with brain surgery on the go. I'm like, Batman can do anything. He can. <laughs> Batman's the greatest. <laughs> the Joker's like, oh my god, he picked. And by the, the way, Harvey, he the weak Here's one. that bullet I pulled out your skull. Here, I, like <laughs> souvenir for prison. Yeah. What is this bullshit? I don't know. What is he going to do? Hide it in his ass? Thank it, you, Batman. I'm so glad. Christopher Walken's going to talk about him that, shoving it up his ass. Then all the problems that Gotham has going on right now. You took the time to become Matches Malone, sneak in the prison, and hand me a bullet. And I, Thanks I love a lot. The, I love the idea too. Joker's listening into the the meatball surgery that he says and then when he ends up there it is i got it out and then joker's like oh man he picked the weak one i'm like what other option did you think he was doing this doesn't make sense but the idea i hate this joker in this too the whole thing where he's watching to start smash that like button i'm telling you i watch a lot of youtube videos a lot of youtube vloggers and stuff like that and every one of them says smash that like button and i want to smash my television really so yeah, now I that i'm that. you know reading this and joker's like smash that I'm like gonna button. i'm gonna start saying that now I, I swear the thing is if i ever would ever vlog anything i would make sure the first thing i would ever do going in i would never say smash that like button because it's one of those things that everybody says and it drives me nuts now the joker said i'm like yeah you love it well the idea of the joker there's harvey he's not two-faced anymore but let's just remind him of the thing that was making him two-faced even though it shouldn't have been but he gives it to him like i wouldn't give him that he's still a little wacko the thing is i like you imagine like here, here batman is sneaking in the prison, handing Harvey this bullet that just changed his life, you know? Do you think when Harvey was first, you know, smashed, like, with the acid in his face, Batman went to the hospital room and gave him a jar of acid? <laughs> he gave him some acid. This is the same no, kind of acid. Like, hey, da- hey there, yeah, Harvey, I-, I picked this up from the ground. It's part of his ear. Just thought you'd like a little souvenir. souvenir. <laughs> so help you pass the long nights in prison. I'm telling you, I- all I think of now, it's it's like Mean Joe. He's like, hey, Thanks, Harvey. Mean Joe. He throws Throws his ear at him. Thanks, Batman. And then goes <laughs> out like, ding, ding, ding. yeah, it's it's kind of nonsense. Uh, now that, <laughs> Why, now that we talked about it, Why? I like it less than I thought I did.
I, I thought that I, I kind of liked this as an ending to the story. And I, all I wanted was, well, he got an ending. Tomasi has been kind of screwed on things. We have an ending, though, but the, the ending yeah. of both the stories that we're dealing with, both the Joker, like, you know, the Joker, yeah, I mean, the, the, the journey to the Joker War story that became this story and the Cold of Two-Faced pushed aside and just over. You know what I did like? Rob Lay's lettering. I loved it. I also like. I also like uh, Brad Anderson on colors. Uh, the Brad colors Anderson's were really good on colors. And Brad Walker. You don't like Brad Walker's Batman. You told I me that even before. I love Brad Walker as an I think artist, but for great. some reason, I just don't dig his Batman. Everything else he does, I really enjoy. Is it just really the cowl that you don't like? I the really way think you, it might be. Yeah, I, I, the, it's the, a simple thing. I don't know. It, when you see even the talents. It might even just when, be those glass eyes that he Yeah, has. you always say that. And also... Uh, the Two Face and the Bed Bunnies looks great. Looks I mean, it's incredible. So I love the art in this. I really do. The story, I guess I was just happy that Tomasi was able to end it, whether or not it was nonsense. Here you go with the bullets. Thanks, Mean Joe. You end up with all that. And now I got to go down from what I had originally given it on a video. So what would you give it, though? I didn't give this a six out of 10 because, like I said, I really enjoyed the art. Besides for Batman, that's just how I roll. I just don't like Brad Walker's Batman. Everything else looks amazing, though, with colors. Everything looks really good. But the story... It just needs to move on, and it wants you to know it needs to move on by taking every interesting thing it could have done and sweeping it under the rug in the most lackluster way possible. Yeah, it's it's it would be a funny thing, almost like, and we always laugh, Keith Giffen, when he ends a series, <laughs> he burns it to the ground. You know that he's, and he plays around with that. I would like them to play around with this idea of, you know, we're, we're not really going to be able to go further with this and i'm uh, telling you this book becoming the joker and an army of talents and more lincoln march to actually get the idea of like whether or not he is thomas wayne jr like this could have been the greatest thing ever gone the funny thing is i said well i wanted to see a two-face in the bat bunny suit going over and i was saying going over to the batman book maybe i was asking too much but you still have this book going on you could have still done some things with this and then you just boom. You just, I mean, I, you I, put I'm a you, reset I don't read the solicits like you do. I have no idea what Detective Comics is I doing. I can't the even remember. War. I can't even remember. And the I setup, thought I knew last and issue. And it's so funny. Uh-huh. Journey to Joker War was just the numbers getting there and, and stopping. I, I don't understand. But we're going to go to the last book of the section. Speaking of not really doing much and maybe getting Sadly. us angry, it is Flash number 758, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Christian Ducey. Scott Collins, he shows up at the end. Two there. pages. Luis Guerrero, not Pedro Guerrero, Luis Guerrero. High Who's five, Pedro Guerrero? Steve Wands. He was a former, pretty much more of a Dodger than anything else. I love oh. Pedro Guerrero. He was a hell like of a what, hitter. the draft, his wife, child support? What was he no, dodging? No, no, he, he was dodging the baseballs, oh. Eric. He was an up-to-the-plate home run guy. He I was got good. a baseball last night. Joshua Williamson definitely has a formula, Eric. He once again spends a ton of time recapping things that have been recapped a million times already and then eventually getting to the big things. The Tornado Twins of Reverse Flash taking over Barry's body, but they just don't feel as big as they should. And the latter kind of makes the Reverse Flash (laughs) family feel less important as well. The Legion of Zoom, Jim. Legion of Zoom. What did I put? Reverse Flash family I'm going with because I'm telling you, this this family meant nothing. And all of a sudden, Barry even knows the branding. He's spilling it. We end with a cool cliffhanger, but I'm still not really sure how they got there exactly. And because of it, I remain meh on this book. And, well, Jim, yeah. how can you remain met on a book? Because we have Flash, you know, self-proclaimed fastest man alive. Yeah. When the rogues, the Legion of Zoom, attacked all over Central City. They attacked all 
for five minutes and 13 seconds. You know what that means? Because the thing is- <laughs> It's his fa- birthday. I don't know why the fastest <laughs> man would have to be the clock king and know exactly when everybody started and stopped for five minutes it's and 13 seconds. calendar man? Well, what is he going five. with there? May 13th. This was Eobard Thawne. He was trying to tell me that this time it's personal because it's my birthday. Here was the thing. You ended up with that. You already had alluded that he knew that was a thing. And I said to you last time we talked, like, how is he connecting these this quickly? I would have thought maybe there's a lot of attacks and you're just like, you have to go with it. Well, now we see that it was the five. And Look, the I'm 13. telling you, there's no reason in my mind there was no reason he to left do this. Eobard Thawne saying, I'm going to get you. And then all yeah, these things started happening. Personal things are like right after Eobard. I'm like, the most logical step is, you know, well, reverse again, flash. Like this. I said, I think that somebody actually must have, or he had that little deal, like, you know, the same thing that I said. Well, he needs a reason. Why, but, but to do it 513. May 13th, my birthday. Uh, really? I Five mean, that's, minutes that's, and 13 seconds and with this so attack. May when, 13th, my birthday. Eobard Thawne, of course. Yeah, you had these attacks, and now what we're going to get in this issue is the cleanup, the non-cleanup, the talking about it, the I, I need to get inside the well, head of Eobard, and then by the very end, Jim, then, you get some stuff. But before that, all this is is recap. Even the I stuff don't that know doesn't if you are it. aware, though, that Reverse Flash doesn't like Barry and has been going after him for a long time. And Barry! How dare you! I, I don't know if you know this, because... Even though two issues ago when Barry said he had to get you know, his Flash family out of there because it's too dangerous and then saying, no, we're going to stay with there and him saying, okay, now that shit's <laughs> gone down, we have to go yeah. back and say, we got to get this Flash family out of here. Yeah, yeah. I, I can go with the idea. <laughs> this is one of the most forced issues to get to a point where you don't really go that far anyway because of, like you said, the idea of, hey, Flash family, you got to get out of here. They're ping-ponging back and forth. They don't know which way's up or down here. And with that also, though, you end up, well, hey, I went and gave pizzas to the people at the Flash Museum. What about the other people? Those assholes aren't giving oh, pizzas the to the everyone. People at the Flash Museum who got hurt during the attack because Barry, being the fast man alive, and actually went and took care of his family first, which <laughs> took up that entire five minutes for some reason, but... Went off and did that, so people got hurt. I'm going to go and get them pizza. I'm like, what are you, my dad who didn't show up last yeah, week when you're supposed to? Is. This is going to make it all better? He even says it's not really that much of a story. <laughs> I got so upset. I'm like, this isn't going to make it all better, dad. I mean, Barry. I, I want the people at Star Labs like, what the hell do we get? You know, can we have wings or like, something? Taco I mean, really. Tuesday? What is I mean, this? That's all he is. He's, he's got to end up getting like, Come on, grab him. Get over here. Yeah, really. So he ends up. And so, again, you don't really see the wow moment of Grodd. You see the pizzas delivered because of Grodd. These people look like they're missing limbs. <laughs> I can't uh, eat pizza without arms, well, asshole. I'm you, half those people are going to be eating the pizza because he ate their brains. <laughs> they're dead. So you have all that. Even with that, that one kid. Who looks like, I mean, if you ask me, he lost his family. He's got a piece of pepperoni. Oh, my. This this will make up for it. Thanks, Flash. The worst part is the kid doesn't even like pepperoni. No, the, the kid, actually, he looks like his brains are already eaten. Yeah, he really is like, pepperoni's too greasy. I, I end up getting a little it bit of heartburn. heartburn. Yeah, so you end up, then Barry goes off to the... You know, Central City Police. He's going to go to the lab, see what's going on. That's destroyed. 
And so you end up where Iris shows up at it. Like, hey, uh, what's going on, Barry? You know, you're going to redo this. You're going to put it together. I can't. It won't be the same. Which time? Because saying, it has been this, destroyed this a thousand this times. This even just kind of harkens back to that year one where she's giving you guff after the lightning struck. Out. You going to fix that window? Yeah, you going to put a board or something? Or Seriously. Something? It's not that much more destroyed at this point. And honestly, <laughs> the thing is, it's not like this is the Flash Lab at the Flash Museum. This is just Barry Allen's freaking, you know, like uh, forensics lab at this point. They'll get you a new lab. You'll be fine. It's taxpayer money. You have a tie-in here that should be said, should be done. Just wouldn't Barry be said. the same. The same as what? Yeah, the same Can as what? Can you imagine the idea if I'm at work doing shipping one day and then all of a sudden a tornado <laughs> t- and they rebuild? She's not going to be the same. Nothing shipping out of here. <laughs> I'm out. You end up where? Why aren't they saying? You expect me to put a new pallet why? here and say it's my table? Yeah. Why, aren't, why aren't they saying? Why aren't you having Barry? I need de- my old pallet Why table? isn't Barry desperately looking for the evidence for that kid's family? Why isn't that. that it? He mentions it in we're passing. Well, he mentions it's, it's, it in passing, but where did the, well, the thing that we went into this whole thing? I needed to know after last issue how Zoom got that got that woman's husband to say that he killed his wife. I, I think to we'll know get this. back to it. I think we'll get back to it. But already though, oh, you like the for- it, forever force? Well, this should be. Well, again, I'm saying we'll get back to it. Now I'm starting to defend your position because I said this was all going to be nonsense, and it is. But I still am upset that it is because you have the perfect opportunity for him to say. Oh, my God, the the evidence, all that stuff, the cold case evidence that I was going to use, it's all gone now. I can't look into that that case now. What were you going to do doesn't. anyway, Barry? Because all you had was a freaking futuristic tech kind of thing that actually saw negative speed force. Yeah, where's that? You can't now? use that as freaking funny, evidence. He pulls it out now and look. Oh, yep, I think he was here. <laughs> you have all this stuff. And so where I said that a lot of this is recap. You had nothing, even- Barry. Even what's going on, you know, you have, hey, you can rebuild this. No, I can't. What do you think? This is $6 million, man. I can't do this. No, I, I got to do something I hate, Iris. I got to do something I never was going to do ever. I got to get inside of the mind of Thawne. Like, Iris, I'm a uh, forensic scientist, not a profiler. Yeah, really. Hey, I only play a profiler on TV. He ends up where he's acting like he's Clarice. He, he's Harley Quinn now. He's going to get too close. He's going to end up, and it doesn't matter anyway because he ends up inside the mind of Thon because Thon <laughs> ends does. up vibrating and takes him over. But with that too, then you go to the underground. Now we're going to, here is, uh, go with you, the Legion of Zoom, Eric. Damn They're right, there. the Legion of Zoom. But all they are this is the there. best part of this story, just the idea that and there is a Legion crap. of Zoom. It's, well, yes. But the bullcrap is, is they're all there underneath just to yell catchphrases and give everybody a background of what they are. You have Grodd, who I love, who ends up is okay, but still, all he's there to say is, I'm going to eat your brains, I'm going to steal the the speed force, I'm going to do that. It's just to show you what Grodd's about. Then the the, turtle says, no, you're not. This whole thing, because we have all of these these villains of the Flash plucked out of time from an earlier point in the year, stuff like that. So we have, you know, earlier point Flash, I mean, uh, Grodd, Turtle, Golden Glider, Trickster, and, you know, uh, Captain Cold here. So the idea that you know, Grodd's telling everybody, I want that speed force. I'm going to steal from the flesh. The freaking turtle talk shit monkey could not handle speed. And when the Grodd goes up to him face to face to the turtle, watch yourself, turtle. I'll crack your shell and eat your brains. Might not be today, but one day you will bow to me. Even your powers will be mine, alluding to what happens in Justice League where he has baby turtle and sucking off the still force. No, he does. But yeah, he's not really taking his brains. But still, the idea of it, though. No, no, I'm just saying, saying, one day I'm going to have you bow to me. I'm going to have your power. And he did. I'm like, that's funny as hell because in years he will have this. But the idea to me is you go 
down there, you end up having Grodd yell, hey, things are bananas. Trickster's like, hey, let's get tricky. And then Captain Cold, chill out. And this is all it is. They're yelling catchphrases. They're yelling individually what they're all about. And nothing happens. And all they're I just, want talking. are these versions of the characters normally. Yeah. And what we have then is where are the current versions of them? Because these are the ones plucked out of time. That that's means the, the current version should know what is going on. That's one of those weird things where I don't know if that's going to be explained somehow swept under the rug. There's going to be a weird time anomaly. It's going to hyper time. It's going to make everybody forget what happens here. Because we, you and I were talking before we hit on the record tonight where the idea was, you know, the current versions of these characters, like, I don't know, God, maybe we could just get rid of because perpetual nonsense, what's going on right yeah. now. But these characters should know that two years ago, his reverse flash pulled them out of time to two years in the field where they actually took on the flash stuff like that. So they should know, or at least, you know, when they're, you know, had their five minutes of 13 seconds, take 30 seconds to grab a newspaper and find out what the data is. So they well, know also the idea that now there's been attacks that they would wreck that they're still yeah. around. So why aren't they going to find out why maybe they're like, man, I want to get in on this or. What I think is because obviously have, it didn't turn out well for them. I think you're going to end up having Barry just go and get them. I think that they're going to team up with Barry, and you're going to have you know the craziest Captain Cold versus Captain Cold get, because it's nonsense because they are plucked out of time to come. I here. just don't know why they would fight themselves. Yeah, I've just the idea that they know that this isn't going to work out, or they're afraid it isn't, or they're going to be duped. Well, they I'm wouldn't saying have that done it. Themselves, why would they fight against them for this whole thing? I just don't know why they would not trust themselves know. in the future. No, I. I, I ju- what I'm saying is I think that maybe they're like, you know, they're not going to get the benefit of this, their little thing here, and that might mess them up and how it's going to mess up the timeline. I don't know because it's really going to screw up the timeline anyway, but we'll see what goes on. I Maybe they won't even say anything about it. It'd be weird that you have these people out and about. But they're not doing anything when they hear. But when you end up getting the force stuff well, again. James, De- Jesse should still be in Iron Heights right now. Yeah. Well, but we have Captain Cold, Glider. They got away at the one point. I, I don't even know what's going on. But with that, Reverse Flash comes in because you end up having Trickster talking trash. And he's like, oh, I have a, a plan. I want him to catch you. You know, well, why didn't you already do this? But you end up where they're going to end up going to the old house where Barry's going to go. And that's where I always go. I go back to my house. I ended up at the one point grabbing flash out, reverse flash out of there right after he killed my mom. But then on the way out of nowhere in this book, we haven't seen this really. He calls his dad for his dad to say, you know what, Barry, you're always going to be the strongest because your family loves you. This is only a setup for the your tornado family. twins to show up. You mean you and be bad? Yeah, that's it. And well, I like, th- what other family do I have? I Dad? thought he kind of meant the Flash family, but I don't know that he knows it. He's just your family always loves you. He's like mom's dead. You don't just see. even the idea is like, all right, uh, son. Yeah, I saw on the news all this shit going down. I already got myself to the safe house. I'm like. Yeah. But you're right. also dealing with a villain who can go through time and go grab his dad 10 minutes before he went to the same. Nothing hits. He ends up where he's at his old well, house. Obviously, he, sees, he didn't, Jim, no, because he's still here to talk but about will it. Will he be? But then he <laughs> sees, I saw the Flash comic. Oh, my. And that's where the Tornado Twins show up. Again, you're forcing the issue of family in so that the Tornado Twins can come and go, hey, pops. Hey, daddy Looks like we're going to fight. You weren't around for us. You you ended up saying you'd be back and you didn't. You went to the crisis. And I'm this like, is uh, a weird thing because I'm telling you, this is the part where I was looking forward to the Tornado Twins because I was hoping that this would 
somehow open up the continuity, not just open up the continuity, but, you know, give us reasons that Bart Allen is in, you know, Young Justice right now, the pre-Flashpoint Bart Allen, something along these lines or just something. Or just give a peek at the overall timeline of what's going on now. Because these are obviously like a hyper time possible future, you know, Dawn and Don Allen who have become bad guys, which is not the case, but... I, this is a timeline that Eobard somehow still got to and was happy to see that it still existed for some reason. Some weird hyper time kind of nonsense, but I just need to know because of what we're dealing with, because writers play it very fast and loose with the continuity that's going on here. We just had Iris a few, like I say few, but it's been a little while now, but finding out that when like, you know, she remembered all her time with Barry before that it didn't exist, but other writers say, yes, the first crisis happened. Barry Allen did die. We did have the flash mm-hmm. rebirth, but, but like, you know, for a while there, that wasn't the case. So how did we have a Don and Don Allen when Iris and Flash didn't go to the 30th century after he killed Reverse well, Flash the first time? The and like, now. When all of this happens, I'm just like, how are you going to tie any of this together? But he, they won't. He won't. This is just there for family. Again, when you heard the Reverse Flash family before, you know, the Legion of Zoom, oh, yeah. which is a cool I name. I some evil You wanted some shit. really cool stuff like going Rival on. Like Rival, who goes against Jake yeah. Eric, Inertia going against Bart Allen, some like, you know, evil yeah. speedsters. Now, you kind of get that in a weird way at the end, but in a, you know, crazy. But with that, you ended up, the Tornado Twins were what kind of what you wanted, but nothing's explained. And again, you have even thrown it out there, the Forever Force, all these Nothing ever well, gets even, explained like this whole in this thing book, is that really. Barry doesn't know, like, he, he hasn't been married to Iris. He hasn't had kids with Iris. He hasn't gone to the 30th century. He hasn't done any of these things in this timeline, though. He's not, like, you know, he just started getting with Iris, uh, like, you know, recently over the past couple of years in this timeline. So he this did. hasn't happened. Well, he's getting bounced around anyway. And basically, it's like one of those bully circles where they keep pushing you and he's keep going. And then you're like, please stop. And they say, shut up, Jim, and, you know, give us your money. And he ends up where the turtle like, comes with the like skill it, force, Eric, and he he gets them. I still like at this point means. for these evil, you know, tornado twins that we have has you know Dawn given birth to excess in the thirty, you know, the, for <laughs> the Legion never of Superheroes. Find out has Dawn fathered Bart Allen no! at this point? I Something. don't know. I don't know. But with that, you end up where they pretty much you know beat up the Flash. They rough him up a little, yeah. so that them Reverse Flash can come over. And vibrate into Flash. The right fr- vibration, ev- yeah. the right frequency. And Everybody somehow, else, all the rogues I'm and all I'm going to go inside you, Barry. Yeah. The Legion of Zoom, they're still not in, they're not privy to the plan yet. No. And so when after and- all of this time, Eobard, who always wanted to be the Flash, could never measure up to be who that, you know, the 21st century Flash, 20th century Flash, whatever timeline you want to go with. But now he will finally be the Flash of the 21st century. Yeah, and it's kind of a neat little deal, but it, uh, how does it work? And it's, it basically it feels know. to me like Dan Slott doing the whole, you know, Spider-Man with Doc Ock. All of Ock a sudden, and, he is just Patrick Stewart going inside of Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. so Whoopi and freaking Demi Moore can have a dance right now. He's maybe, become Ghost. Maybe you can do that, or it's more Quantum Leap. Maybe he goes, oh boy, oh would boy. you have laughed if he said that after <laughs> it happened? Oh boy! Yeah, so he now, goes he in there. in the mirror, does he see, does he see Eobard when he looks in the mirror? I just want him to look in the mirror and go, who the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, you end up where he That's goes. A great call out too. He, he takes over the body. I have no idea body. who this is. I, know, I have no idea he ends up taking over the and now the rest of the you know legion of zoom wait a minute that's not what we were promised we weren't promised this we were 
And he ends up saying, whoa, 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 you'll have a chance for your nonsense. I have a family <laughs> I, I, to take I care of. This, I love this whole thing, though. Eobard has vibrated inside Barry Allen. Barry Allen has you know, been put into a room inside of his mind somehow while Eobard is controlling his friend. We have the Legion of Zoom behind it. You promised us knowledge of the future. I'm like, go read a newspaper, asshole. Yeah, really? <laughs> You're there. <laughs> he said, no, no, I meant like a year ago. That's still your future. And but I also like the idea. More, but first, I have a family to take yeah. care of. I like the idea, though, is this all this time what I do have to applaud. Finally, we get a Flash that's smiling, Eric. He's having a good time for once. We, we've waited all this no time. No more mopey Flash. No, no more Eobard mopey Flash. Eobard, he's having a ball. He goes off, and that's where you end up seeing, and in the classic, again, Joshua Williamson way, you're not going to explain any of this. It's that you have Barry. Where am I? This he's isn't the Speed void. Force. Kind of like the Speed Force, but as we find out from Barry, not the Speed not Force. Not the Speed Force. I hope this isn't that void space of the paradox. Uh, you know, all these things that weren't explained. But hey, well, I, I guess I'm just going, oh no, he gets attacked. Blue, red, ah! And you end up where? Well, even Run, this whole Barry, thing. And it's Jesse Quick and Max Mercury. And that's it. Looks okay. They look it like looks the zombies. Because Scott they Collins like jumps zombies. in, and the whole art yeah. just takes a nosedive for these it last looks two like pages. The zombies. You know, well, it's deceased is, is big now, Eric. This yeah, is obviously it. trying to make you think of what happened in Flash Rebirth yeah. when Barry, you know, ended up touching Max Mercury, Johnny Quick. The whole idea when he was becoming the Black Flash, where these characters died. But the yeah. thing is. Instead of using Johnny Quick and Max Mercury, they use Jesse Quick and Max Mercury, and I have no idea why. Yeah, and there's yeah. zombies coming for Barry, and I, and again, it's not the Speed Force, so it's a Barry of the mind or the negative Speed Force of Eobard's mind. I don't know. It's just they're coming at you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What is this? I mean, Barry doesn't know. He says specifically, it's not. Is this the Forever Force, Eric? Are we finally there? <laughs> are, are we there? There we go. But yeah, know. with all this, the Black just, Lantern rings of the mind. I don't know. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you end up just kind of standing around, throwing things at the reader, as this always does, not explaining the big moments and how they work, and then just moving on with a cliffhanger that I think is there, obviously, to wow people and go, oh, my God, this is crazy. But we always end up – it's almost – again, it's it's MC Scat Cat. It's two steps forward, one step back all the time, or two steps whatever, because we end up now the next issue – We'll recap a bunch of things again, and then we'll get to the next cliffhanger, and then we'll go. It is what you often say about the Batman Beyond, which is going to come up later, of the idea Dan Jurgens does that a lot. He, he kind of meanders cliffhanger, yeah. meanders cliffhanger, and that's what this has become. cliffhanger is the best part of a Dan Jurgens book. And in this, though, you always have ill-defined stuff. Then the next issue, you'll, you'll go against some of the stuff. Then you'll go, and it just, it never hits with me fully where I want to like it. And there seems to be big things going on, but they're never explained enough. And they're just, I just can't at wait you. because, you know, somewhere in this story, we might get the new avatar of the Sage Force to show up and save the day. I just imagine the last, <laughs> the last issue of all of it, you'll end up having just this you know the the victory lap and we'll see nonsense like that but i wonder if at the end you'll have the forever flash is is that's what i want the forever flash is barry now on the other side of the speed barrier and zoom is going to be there hunter zolomon and going to help him get back i'm just the whole thing i'm just like like hunter zolomon's gone now because somehow he fixed the speed force barrier we have other things forever force not the savage lands of the speed force is is there going to be a new black flash now but with these zombies i don't know it's just there's so many things left open on the table here after every time we get done a story where i i'm telling you i 
go into every issue with a flash because they're a cool concept for everything that we're dealing with, thinking that this is going to be the time that Joshua Williams turns around because you have all of these cool aspects on the table that we can play with. And then I see Joshua Williams walk up in front of me and all he does is wipe the table off and say, fuck you and walks yeah. away. Like, <laughs> That's all he does. And so the idea, because you have the reverse flash now, you know, as the flash in Barry's body, why do you think we, we like, just showed Henry Allen after not having him for 50 issues? Because even now having he has Max to get Mercury and Jesse Quick, because you want to have Jesse Quick come back because nobody cares about Johnny Quick or father, but Jesse Quick is a big person who's been off the table for a long time, like Wally was for a long time, Bart Allen, Jay Seriously. Garrick. We, we mentioned Jay Garrick, you know, Flash number 50. Haven't really seen him no. since, except for like a small brief and the like JSA, cameos not here Not in there. this, but in the yeah. JSA stuff. But one of the big things, if you want to have synergy in the books, if you really, you know, think, and you were saying even the idea of some of the things Bart Allen, well, a Max Mercury would really help out Bart right now in Young Justice. He is having problems kind of connecting, having problems with, you know, being well, down shit, and not being able DH to talk. to the point where yeah. he needs Max Mercury so still. that's what I'm saying. This would be if I had, and this is why when we talk about all these things with people and argue with that, it's not just continuity, but synergy, the continuity of what's going on now, not just continuity of <laughs> years and years ago. But I even said at the end of us talking about that last Young Justice, the way Bart was acting, he needed a Max Mercury and Max coming back here. If we had no, a, if we a had a company, writer. well, I'm saying if we had a company, though, that I was thinking that they knew what they were doing and everybody is working together, I'd be like, oh, man, this would be cool. But it never works out that way anyway. So it doesn't matter. And like you said, nobody wants Max. But I wish that he'd Somebody be might want Max. Or, I just don't personally. I actually prefer a Jesse Quick. But the idea is like, here's a zombie Jesse Quick and Max Mercury coming for like, you know, Flash. I'm like, what the fuck did Flash do to Jesse Quick? No, no I, I get what I think this all this is, is to put a tension to put a time frame that if Barry doesn't get out of this area, he'll too become a zombie. That's well, all that's I think it is. is. I, Barry wouldn't know who these people are. When they say they're saying for him to run. So when he got in like, oh, you know, hey, we're here. I don't know. Forgotten friends or foes. They don't know, Eric. Forgotten. That's and the thing they'll is, explain it. Forgotten friends or foes. There's a there's a blue streak. There's a Jesse Quick streak. They go and punch him in the face. They yell from the run, which <laughs> you're saying it, foe? Seem, it seems like a foe. And the thing yeah, is, no matter, I greet you all the time. The punch you right is, in the chops. If you were still you, but you walked up all Skeletor faced yeah. on my ass, yeah. you're a monster in my mind. Yeah. And you're going to attack me. How are you doing, Eric? You might say, oh, my God, this is a Crypt Keeper. Come on in. Oh, my God, Jim. Why you don't get we have a facelift? A, you look yeah, amazing. I was telling you. I mean, <laughs> you're like, man, you look 10 years younger. I'm like, I'll kill you. That's what I'll do. But, yeah, what would you give this? I'd end up giving this a 5 out of 10. I'm not going to get an FU 5 or anything 5. like that. I'm going 5.5. It's just uh, I hate Scott Callens are for the last two pages, <laughs> but it doesn't end. matter because it's yeah. just nonsense at the end for a storyline that takes you to a place that is nonsense at the end. The thing is, love the Legion of Zoom. I love some yeah. of the places that we could be going here. It's just every time at the end, unlike a Dan Jurgens cliffhanger, this always does a weird thing where it's all like, all right, you thought you knew what the story was, but no. left turn this way. But I'm like, that's what happens. Uh, you might, you might have something, but yeah, I can't you always say. And I, but I'm telling you, the thing is, we're going back I to want, world's finest now in the I, new fifty two. I, I want to like every issue of the Flash because there's no reason in my mind that I shouldn't like a Flash book. And it's just so hard. And every issue where I think, okay, this is the time he's going to turn it around. Then the next and, issue, he didn't turn it around. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and with that, this is. Obviously, the longest running book with one creator on yeah. it in the rebirth. And this and Batman, I think, are the 
if you would say the definitive runs in the, they're the longest ones, but you're doing that. And, and when I think about it, I sit there and like Joshua Williamson's flash, like, I really can't think of anything that really, really impressed me to the point where I'm sitting there like, blood man, work. I got to go. I got to go back and read that. He's been on the TVs now, Jim. Yeah, blood work. That's, his, that's his legacy the there. Yeah, yeah. And even that, you could say, well, Godspeed. But I'm not talking about just – I'm talking about stories. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just saying – because, yeah, Godspeed just kept coming back. He's like a bad the penny. Button. He just kept coming and, and just like – and that what? But that – you know, it was also in Batman and things, but even that kind of became even that became nonsense too. But with all that in this run, and like I really don't know what I would say was stellar, and that sucks because it's been going on so long. I really think that it's been in neutral for a long time, and you end up with these stories that don't even well, they don't jive make any sense together. by the end. No, yeah, they don't jive together, and then when we get to the new one, you kind of wipe out. I mean, the the big thing is you have the whole thing with paradox. Where right before that, you said you can't overdo the speed force and Barry is running through time. He's doing things against what ends up being pretty much a speed force god. Whoa, whoa, whoa Jim. And Don't then you, afterwards, you're not they say tell again. Him what overdoing it means. Yeah, okay? really. Well, nobody's going to tell us what it means. That's the problem. <laughs> there was never anything set. So overall, I just end up, uh, you know, and it, it doesn't infuriate me most of the time because I'm so used to everything that happens. It is but a But we formula. seriously did nothing this entire no, issue. No, you, you end up, but again, you say that. But you get reverse flash in Barry's body. This is, but it doesn't feel as big because of how it, it's played out. It's and you don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's got to deal with the families, and he's going to go off. But yeah, I give and it a she, five. Melody's five. playing Whoopi Goldberg's dance oh, with Demi Moore. I don't I'm even know what's you, going on anymore. Next thing you know, oh boy. But yeah, you have all that stuff going on. But right now, we're going to go off to some mail, and then we'll be back with more books. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week. Even though Shay is such a freak, I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First, I'll hear mail with Jim. Now, mail with Jim. Are we now? Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Hey, Eric, it's hey. time for the mail. With Everybody. Jim. Hey! You end up where, if you want to email in and be the star of the show, just like Eric, Kyle, and not a robot, Eric, you can email us in at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Not a robot's Josh. I just want to tell you. Did I write in this week when you said Eric? No, you did not. You did not, but you're still a star. All right. You, you can't help. You can't help but shine. Yeah, I Eric, so, yeah, no, I ended up, I, I think I <laughs> swallowed a fly? hair or something. No, I think I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I ended up swallowing like a oh, hair. Radio, right? I live in a shoe. <laughs> I do. Uh, no, yes. Just hey stinks. there. Yeah, really. It just stinks like a shoe. My feet don't stink as much as this basement, I'll tell you. But. Here we are. We are going to do do the mail here. I'm going to start with Kyle Z. Kyle Z says, hey, big 
points. What's up, Kyle? He's there. Hey, there. You want me to do the whole mail? I like don't. That? I really, don't really you? don't. You don't? Okay. Long time, first time, baby. There you go. Who do you think you guys are? What? I can hardly Hi, fathom Eric. the goal it takes to suggest that Metal Men, a group of D-listers at best, is a you book monster. worthy of my time and money. <laughs> <laughs> He's so angry at us. <laughs> They're only D-listers because you have this attitude and won't go out there and buy a great book. I don't give two shits, girl. I noticed my LCS had issues one to eight sitting oh on my the shelf. God, how disappointing is that? Eric, to the surprise of no, no one. And boom goes the dynamite. I walked I'm surprised out of the you door. kept buying more issues. I walked out of the door with a copy of each. Nice. He ended up buying them. He's pissed. Then the book went and had the nerve to actually be great, yeah. Eric. See? We we don't really what, go out on the limb often and say a things like this. a ride of emotions. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, it's the perfect combination of art and story as well. Oh, I'm just severely disgusted by this whole thing. He is so angry. He bought all eight <laughs> issues, too. You would have thought that he would think that shows that Kyle, he trusts us, at least, yeah. where he did buy all eight. But I'm telling you. He didn't even dip issues. a toe in real fast. No way. Cannonball, baby. In. Cannonball. All right. Moving on to things that actually disgust me. Brian Michael Bendis. What that. are the odds that the big wigs at DC are unhappy with his results <laughs> and are using the cancellation of 5G as a way to rein him in? I'm telling yeah. you, not even the cancellation of 5G. Like, we've already seen this happen where that Leviathan Green Arrow yeah. check makes to take and cancel. We're done with this. You haven't yeah, been that doing seems this done. entire time you've been over here, Brian Michael Bendis. You haven't done anything. So, we're not giving you no. new stuff anymore. We're taking stuff and, away. And just oh, think your time of on the Superman's whole deal. almost over. I doubt that was on your, all your fault, yeah, Brian really. Michael Bendis. Yeah, we're he's taking just stuff told, away. I think he's going to do that thing that I joke about later of like, when you're done this story, you're done. He's like, who, uh, you know, I'll see thankfully, you in a couple I of years. Tell a story yeah, for less than 12 I issues. <laughs> I take an origin story that takes half a page, I take six years. You end up with it, though, that not only are the Superbooks failing, people are losing their minds on that, but the Young Justice is not selling well. Legion. The one thing, Legion's selling okay. Stupid. How is that book se- selling okay? Because it, it's only at its seventh. You'll see. That'll go down. And then you'll end up having them, well, it's the shutdown. No, no, no. It's your stupid ass. But then also- Yeah, that just, stupid ass. Just, just throw into this day, stupid ass. He also <laughs> did the Wonder Comics- where every month, every book on that was the worst selling book. And he ended up getting a hold of the Jimmy and that lowest deal, also lowest sellers, at points when they actually would have the sales because now you have just nonsense without Diamond. It it was like you would end up and you'd have the top, like the lowest seven out of ten books were something he had his hands involved into. Or at least his fingers. You stupid ass! Get out of here with the hands, he says, is what they say, right? Is that what you tell people? Classic. Oh, my. Or is he going to be a key player in coming up with whatever is next for DC? (laughs) You never know. I mean, who else do they have? They they really don't have a lot going on. I think they need some young talent in here. Yeah. They need to clean house. They really do. What happened to these writers and artists workshops where we're finding people? What happened with that? Did nobody find out? No. No one got a real job? I guess <laughs> they're like, I don't need this nonsense. I'm just looking for speculation here, as I assume you too know as much as anyone at DC. 
How dare you? How dare he says that? How obviously, dare you know us so obviously well. we know less, How right? How dare you? Uh, he says he knows than anybody thinks he does. And what will happen next? Nobody, nobody can guess what they're going to be doing because they're they're ridiculous. And then I end up. That's why I'm on the seat of our pants at this point. All the I plans try. that we had going forward for the next year were scraps. And right now. We're just trying to find – and I say I, wait. I I'm still think we're DC picking comics. up the pieces exactly. as well still. We need to find something. And right now, the flag is heading towards death metal, whatever that will yeah. bring, you know, while throwing as many things you can. Oh, yeah, Doomsday Clock and the metal and the Perpetuas and anything and that they have going on that might mean something later on, they're going to throw it in there and say later on, it did mean something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just take Whether for it makes instance sense or not. things. Tom King has come out and said that the killing of Alfred was something that he was made to do because it was going to lead to 5G. Without 5G happening, that's bullshit now. And you're like, what's going on? You end up having we need some uh, white liners out here. Bring some shit back to life. Luke. Luke Fox, he was going to be Batman, but now he's not. So Lucius, and yeah, it doesn't make sense. You have a lot of stuff going on in the super books because these are the writers that seem to be involved with what was going to go well, the forward. The problem with Lucius is that Batman just needs an old man in his life. He only had two. One that down, is, who's left? That's true. He needs a daddy, just like you, Eric. He's having problems. He does not have a daddy, I do right? Need a sugar daddy. You, <laughs> you do. You, you could use one. Uh, but yeah, I think that they are reeling him in a little. And I think one of the things is, is you had a Brian Michael Bendis where they're, they pretty much handed him seven million books, let him have his friends come over, all this. And now with the shutdown with all these things and the books not even selling well before that, you do have to tighten up the suck. ship a little. You have to tighten things up. And so things are going to have to be cut. And I do think that they are probably disappointed overall with having Brian Michael Bendis and all this deal coming over. They thought it was Are you they telling me that it was going to be bigger? It wasn't the big, biggest thing that happened over the past five years. The only reason that anybody even says that it was an event is because it was in the title. I mean, he <laughs> ended up doing something right there because nobody, if it was just called Leviathan, nobody would ever say event with it. It was nonsense. And it also is one of those things. And I, I will say at points with the Tom King Batman. He was writing a Batman that didn't seem to be connected with the rest of the DC universe. That was just like the way he was writing and things like that. Something like Leviathan, though, I'll even go like a Heroes in Crisis. You need to see the ramifications in all the books, and we haven't seen it. We only see it in his books where he's trying to convince you it's something. It's nothing. And all this stuff is nonsense. Have we even seen it referenced with Batgirl's time on Leviathan Island in her own book? No. She's that's one thing I never even thought of that the idea of that where she's not even just sitting around like boy there was some crazy things that happened to me lately like that Leviathan stuff no she's just no. mad at the Joker that'd be funny Leviathan comes he's dancing with her they're all dancing with her love the podcast thanks for all the laughs Sarah all right he, he likes the laughs who doesn't like a laugh keep doing what you do miserable people like me Thank sometimes you, Kyle. Kyle says that uh, he he didn't say thanks for you know all the info or the you know, education. He likes to laugh. Look, the thing is, he doesn't even realize he's getting it because of how good it is. <laughs> it's the backdoor way of giving you the education. Edutainment, Jim. You edutainment. You don't even understand how That's much edutainment you're getting. Nobody likes the edutainment. That's all bull crap. That's why Thank you got to be God. secret about it. They don't even know they're getting it. That is true. It's right. Yeah, we're the delivery system for the hepatitis, right? Is that what, what? you're saying? We're, we're giving everybody <laughs> listening. They're all getting the venereal How do you and I on the same train? What's going on here? Isn't that what's happening here? We're getting everybody infected with the, the gonorrhea. Is that what you're saying? You need to see I, a doctor, Jim. I do. To get rid of the gonorrhea. Yeah, That's what yeah. I mean. I got rid of that a long time ago. Not a robot snacks. Not a robot here. I'm a longtime listener and big fan of your DC up, Comics podcast. 
I'm happy to be a new member of the Get Fresh crew. Boop, boop, boop. And we're happy and to have you. Isn't it funny because this is Josh. Isn't it funny oh, that up, Josh? he didn't realize that all along he thought we were the Get Fresh. But it was inside him all along, Eric. He was always We were a all member. inside him all along? We have been inside Gross. of Not a Robot <laughs> for years, Eric, festering with the gonorrhea. This is what happened. This is what's happening. I don't know here. what's happening right now. He was I always like a member of the Get Fresh crew. He joined Get up, back. but yeah, he's a badass now. <laughs> the Get Fresh crew. I'm just going to say that all the time. Also, he's probably happy <laughs> like because. A stroke he's <laughs> <laughs> he also he enjoys this because this is almost like a fresh start for him, Eric. Fresh start. Yes, I got it. I'm going to have to isolate that one, just like the gallery. <laughs> I often find myself talking back to you while listening to the podcast. It's like Eric. Somebody does. I usually say something <laughs> and Jim just ignores it completely. I don't know what the hell you're saying. I'm sure people in other cars look at me funny. They probably well, put do. your pants on. Well, that's what you should do. What are, what are you, Jose Lean, Eric? You would never get that reference. Who's somebody Jose out there, Lane? somebody out there is going to get that <laughs> is he reference. One of those Dodgers? <laughs> no, no, no. He's a pirate. Yeah, anybody who what gets kind of that pirate? reference will. Well, at that point, he was a naked one. If somebody's out there and gets that right, they will think that that is probably the most obscure reference I've ever had. No, on no, the you've had way more obscure. Oh no, I'm telling you, this is so obscure. On to the show mail. We often hear you discussing joke outcomes of certain storylines or particular situations in a book regarding DC Comics' main continuity. Mm-hmm. Giving it your best guess, what are each of your predictions for where DC Comics' mainline continuity is headed? Kind of hinted at that when we had Kyle's deal. I think that it's heading to the death metal. That ends. We open up the whole timeline, which will allow you to have books from all different eras. <sighs> I don't know don't that they're going to do like it that. right. I don't know if it will make sense, but I do think that it's obvious they're pushing the everything matters. Never saying it's good, but it matters. And I think that that's what we're going to get. We're going to get instead of that 5G, we're going to instead just get those timeline opening up things to expand the line of books. I just hope it makes sense. And then he says, and I'll get your answer as well. But he also says, what happens in five years? I think by five years, we're going to have to have a hard reboot or something. But what do you think in a year? Well, the thing is, even the idea of a hard reboot, that's just another New 52. And that, like, you know, it worked for a year or something like that. Then there was diminishing sales because nobody knew what they were going to do. So if they didn't know what they're going to do the first time with somebody with an idea of what they wanted to do, I don't see them going back to that well. Maybe they will pick something. uh, Maybe somebody will have an idea. But I think we are heading towards. It's an idea of opening things back up where we will have the pre-flashpoint continuity stepped yeah. on t- like you know put on top of the new 52 continuity kind of like we had with Superman reborn when those two versions merged to have this new mixed continuity we're doing this is what we're going to have going forward in my mind but within the next five years i think their dc is going to realize that this isn't working it's not making AT&T money is going to shut it down until <laughs> and only have They'll a just few. have scholastic books and young adult things those sell like freaking hotcakes so you they might continue but yeah you how many books do you think they'd have then? four four books so you'd have Batman and getting movies and TV and stuff like that. You're going to have the characters continue, but not in the funny books. Actually, I'm going to change my, the way we know it. 
I'm going to change my idea to exactly yours, Eric. No, I'm going to change my idea. I think that obviously we both think we're headed to an opening up of the continuity, pre-Flashpoint stuff. But it's not going to make any sense at all. A year from now and five years, I think that what we're going to do is we're going to continue to see not a working on the main continuity and things like that. What I think is we're going to expand this idea of other imprints. I think that we will end up, instead of what I said, a hard reboot, I would think that instead we'll get some other weird imprint this is the dc future imprint and this is because they seem to think you know the black labels working brian michael bendis said it in action comics this week that's the only one that makes money you also have you know all the the sandman universe you have the scholastic stuff the young adult ink stuff i think that that's the future of just instead of having a huge singular continuity they're gonna think that we should separate everything into these different imprints everybody will find something to like I think that it's watering down things and confusing. I think it's confusing the people and you're going to have, okay, is that continuity or not? Okay. That's something different. I think it will be something where it might end up backfiring, but I think you're right about the, the big picture of the only reason that they'll continue having comics is to keep copyrights so that they can end up doing more movies and things like that because the books aren't selling. They seem to be more of a hassle uh, for the major company and major companies end up looking at the bottom line. The bottom line, even though what The Rock says or not, Eric, you end up having the idea that What's they're the not really <laughs> making a ton of money uh, and I think that will have you know who less makes a ton less of money? Books. The Rock. Oh. He does. I think that you're right when the major books just being, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League. And even with that, it could be along the lines of a scholastic thing just to keep them out there. Yeah. Yeah. And the scholastic stuff is definitely the way to go to sell a ton of stuff. But I think we're on borrowed time right now at this podcast. So what you're saying, me and you are screwed. (laughs) Exactly. We're done. So, hey, sayonara, sucker. We'll see. That's You thought you'd have to give a 10 to get out of this, you just have to wait. Yeah. They'll get out of it themselves. It, it, that is a little bit if dismal. I wait, look, I should know from everything I've had in my life, if, if I wait long enough, everything I love will leave me. It does. That is true. You don't have to wait that long with your dad and stuff. He left you early. He didn't care about you at all. I mean, really. What the heck are you, you talking about? My Truthfully, none of us know. But I'd love to hear your honest best guesses as far as one year out in five years. Like I said, I think it's going to be more of a push towards the separate. We even have a milestone imprint coming. You know, that's all looking like all imprints. Yeah, it does. And you'll just end up doing that and meandering about. Hopefully, we just at least get some books we like. That's all I need. That's all I want. And I don't, I'm not positive that just opening up the timeline with the same writers is going to do shit. No, I agree. It's going to do jack shit, Eric, and he just left town and there's no more bubble gum. <gasps> he's out of it, Eric, is what he says. Thanks, and keep that spotlight on. Tell me of darkness and they live. Yeah, I did see that. I got a twofer. Two for Tuesdays, it was, Eric, where I used to go to the subway when I was in college, and they'd get buy one, get one free Boy, sub. that could have been one Duke kid. Nukem line. Yeah, really. <laughs> He stole everything. I'm telling you, as as a college kid, boy, two subs for the price of one. Holy moly. That was great stuff. But thank you, Not a Robot. Thank you, Kyle. That is subs are hookers. That's they were. It was a grinder. It was grinder. I like that as a sub and a sight. It's me. But yeah, we're going to go up now to Batman Beyond Mark to talk about it. Get this. Batman Beyond. All right. Is what we're going to go. Should we start transitioning into Batman Beyond Mark like we did? With, with, uh, back in the day no, with no, Ryan. we like Mark. 
Well, I'm saying I don't think Mark would get that upset. So we could have some fun. We do that. But yeah, we like Mark. So we will not do that. See, you're still years later. You're still talking. crap. You're still a crap talking. Yeah, that is true. You're an asshole. (laughs) Isn't that what you want there? All right. That was pretty good, wasn't it? It was. Hey, everybody. We're going to go off to Batman Beyond Mark. Sup, Weird Science? This is Batman Beyond Mark, and I'm here today to bring you another Batman Beyond review, specifically a review for Batman Beyond number 45, written by Dan Jurgens, pencils by Paul Pelletier, uh, inker is Norm Ratman, colorist is Chris Sotomayor, letterer is Travis Lanham. Um, the main cover is done by uh, Dan Morah, um, and I, I adore it. It's fantastic. Uh, it's Terry in the Beyond suit flying toward, you could say, towards the camera, towards the cover, carrying Damien, who has a sword, um, through the city, and there's snow behind him and sea behind him, and it's great. Um, and then we have the variant cover by Francis Manipool, and uh, mixed feelings, I both love and hate it. So, in it, it's, um, Terry in the Beyond suit, basically being attacked by a bunch of, uh, League of Assassins, League of Shadow guys. Uh, one of them has their nunchucks around his neck, and the others are trying to get him with a sword, and he's put him off. And it's it's it it's good. It's just not one of his better ones. But we pick up decades from now, more or less where we ended uh, with Damien explaining what's going on, um, and we we flash back. We know it's a couple of years. We couldn't tell you exactly how much because despite everything in this issue. And I'll explain it more when we get there. It reading it the first time, it feels like, wow. So despite the fact that we're referencing um specifically the rise of the demon storyline, which the brother I wore was part of the backstory for that, it was definitely a thing that had happened. Um we don't rep you know, talk about the brother I wore at all as we haven't in a while, but it we kind of talk around it, and I, I didn't think it did, but it does fit in, kind of. So, well, we'll get started. So, Damien is narrating as we see um, a couple, a little bit younger Damien, um, and a very old Rachel Ghoul uh, up on the mountains of Nanda Parbat, uh, which is, to be fair, how Nanda Parbat has been consistently shown throughout this series. Um, Damien says, uh, it's, uh, it's said that the road to heck has been, you know, is paved with good intentions. Uh, that was first made clear to me 10 years ago when Rachel Ghoul first told me of the plan. So this was, this was 10 years ago. This still fits. It was roughly 20-ish, potentially years before Terry got, so this fits, this, this fits the timeline so far. Um, in, in race is like, uh, uh, our world is all and all its glory, Damien. Uh, it's purity once abundant, now a forgotten dream in all but a few locations. Appreciate what that means uh, and what must be done to repair the damage. Um, and Damien continues, like, beautiful, yes, but other places on Earth match this grandfather. And Rachel's pretty much like, not if they've been touched by human hands. Um, and he says, like, eh, 
I'm saddened by your inability to separate Earth's true beauty from man's spoilage. Damien kind of shoots back like man's work can can be one versus well, Paris, Athens, Metropolis, and Rage fires back. It's like your father's uh, environment destroyed the sensibilities you uh, you should have been raised with. Uh, he normalized the urban infestation of humanity and treated them as though they were worth saving. Those cesspools uh, exemplify man's destructive nature. None are worth saving. And then they start walking back to uh, the actual, you know, settlement. Um, and he's like, those city, or Damon's like, those cities are filled with men, women, and children. And they, and Rage cuts him off. He's like, uh, push Earth to ruin, altered nature in ways that are beyond catastrophic. Soon even places as remote as this won't exist. Uh, increasing warmth is melting the ice and snow, destroying life on a global scale. All because men like Bruce, Bruce Wayne fought small battles uh, while ignoring the war. Uh, he and his kind allowed Mad's world to define. And Damien's like, the day will come when humanity finds what and Rach is just not having it. He's like, science exists under the boot heel of humanity, um, which has no true interest in fixing the problem. The time for corrective measures is long past. And all the while, I'm thinking, it's like, okay, Damien came here, and when and Raish was pretty much like, yeah, your father's satellite's going to screw everything up, so you need to start building stuff. So, okay, we're in that period. Raish has gotten, you know, he's deteriorated more since Damien first arrived. And, okay, fine. This fits in. It's not exactly the same message, but it's not exactly contradicting anything that we've established with this race before. The only thing I will say overall that this thing directly contradicts is the fact that where the heck is Talia, who definitely was in the, that run, like that arc in the flashbacks, at least. And then one of his one of the scientists uh, who we know it, Zaro, shows up uh, as they're uh, reaching the threshold of the buildings. And he's like, only the great Rishal Ghoul has the foresight to see what must be done. Earth's only hope is that we develop the technology to induce a new, new ice age. And, and Damien's like, Zaro, uh, eradicating human life in order to save, uh, to save Earth can't, excuse me, can't be an option. And Zaro's like, uh, as the one who will one day lead, you must reconsider. I have the perfect solution. Uh, we must uh, construct a fleet of cruisers that will uh, take a select few into space while a new Earth, new Ice Age purifies the Earth. And all I can think with this is like, okay, you know, this doesn't make complete sense why you wouldn't just evacuate, but whatever. Whatever. We're not just, you know, changing major parts of our canon and retconning things, even though we're not technically retconning anything. Um, so well played, I suppose, Dan Jorgens. Um, and then Zaro continues, uh, once Earth is restored to its original glory, we will uh, return to repopulate the world in a controlled manner. And Damien's like, that will take centuries. We will all be long dead by then. And uh, Raish is like, thanks to the restoration powers of the Lazarus Pit, our years in space will not, will not be compromised by old age. To which I have to say, since when can the, when can the Lazarus Pit water be like away from like the pits too long without you know being a, a problem well, i guess bruce did stuff last issue with similar things but point is it's like hmm that that sounds iffy um and race continues like especially since your time off earth will uh especially since your time off earth will not be a problem my situation is different and he, he looks solemn here and sad he's like the next time my body expires will be the last as the pit will be unable to revive me 
Um, and he, he, and then, uh, Zaro says like, our, uh, our greatness will be forever or your greatness will be forever missed when that day comes master. But if that fate is certain, I beg that you, uh, allow me to hasten my research. And Rachel's like, meaning? And Zaro's like, please, uh, devote more resources to my mission. We must be ready to launch the initiative, be it under, uh, your rule or your grandson's. And, and Rachel's like, you have all, you have all you need. While I might not live to see what happens, uh, what happened, or see this happen, uh, thanks to your work, Damien will one day uh, rule over a paradise world. And then we cut to a scene that we've seen before, but slightly different angle. And it's it's the death. It's it's Raish having passed. Um, and the narration, Damien's narration is, uh, I did not hear much about it until five years ago when grandfather died. Okay, this kind of act this kind of fits my estimations for how long it's been since the brother i war started so i'll be honest this panel made me happy um as damien's like uh racial ghoul is gone and then at this point he's prepared he's about to pick up the body to to bring it to where they're gonna bury him or at least or burn him or at least that's what i assume was happening until he gets annoyed and walks off zaro says um how tragic that the pit is no longer able to revive him. And he's all in shadow and creepy at this point, though I think it's more him being formal because he, his master's dead. He's like, for that, uh, I, all of us, are sorry. And Damien's kind of pensive, and he's like, gather our people. Uh, we shall build, bid farewell at dawn. Which is correct. That is that is the correct part of the continuity. Back when they when they burned Rachel Go's body, the day that he died, uh, or after he died, it, it was at dawn and then they went back in and they, they secured themselves um, in their bunkers for the, the duration of the war. Okay. So far, th- this is all exactly, you know, confirming what happened. It's like, okay, what the heck? What, why hasn't this been a thing before where we could keep our continuity, even if it's loosely, but still. And Zaro continues like, uh, you are now head of, uh, you're now head of the demon. The League of Assassins is at your command, as am I. And Damien just kind of cuts this. He's like, you want something. And and (laughs) Sarah gives a a, a cheeky smile. He's like, "Uh, Clarity, do we continue our pursuit of your grandfather's plans? Shall we build the Star Cruisers? And Damien just looks annoyed. And he just walks off. He's like, proceed for now. Um, He's not happy. Um, and then, and then we cut to last night, effectively. Um, and Damien says, uh, as much as anything, uh, I used, or as much, as much as anything I used, uh, no, I guess this was a year ago. I'll screw this up again for everybody. Uh, as much as anything, uh, I used that to buy time to find a way to stop the plan until about a year ago. And Damien apparently did nothing during all this time, and, and that's how I feel like it. And we see that, you know, Damien's bodyguard, uh, Koru, who is the son of Ubu, um, is, is is on guard duty. And Zaro comes up very angry. He's like, move, Koru. I heard your father. And then he re- addresses Damien. I heard your father and the Batman uh, were here, and you let them leave and it's like okay we once again have a timeline my guess personally i feel vindicated that my time guesses were correct it's been about it's been more or less a year since uh volume two of this series rise of the demon okay that fits in with everything else i'm shocked we have a like a concrete timeline in an ongoing 
big two comic book. That is very rare, but cool. And yeah, he says, uh, you allowed the Batman, your father and the Batman to leave. Um, and Damien's like, that's not of your concern. And Zaro's just pissed. He's like, uh, you decreed that my work must end. Why? Did Wayne make you do it? And if it, nobody remembers. So at that, there was a point where Damien was going to nuke, or like nukes were going to be used to nuke the last remaining city and and Metropolis. So it was going to nuke Neo-Gotham and Metropolis, um, wipe them off the earth, and, and, you know, be able to pretty much take over any other building settlements from there. And then he, conv- and he was convinced, kind of, you know, that that's, it's really a bad plan. I'm oversimplifying point is it was diverted and clearly at this point he's like you know what no this is just a bad plan uh just destroying the world bad plan you know what no um and damien's like no i i changed my mind and zaro was like uh it is the only chance we have to save the earth and damien's like ridiculous and zaro's just not hearing it. he's like you ensure earth's destruction you have betrayed your grandfather actions such as that carry a high price and he storms out and then he goes to a couple of the guards that were nearby um, and so he's like, heed my words. As we get Damien narrating, he's like, uh, I knew there'd be a time when Zaro would move against me. Uh, I thought it would take years, but I was wrong. Apparently, it only took about a year. Now we cut to one night ago. Um, and Damien continues with his narration. Uh, True effective betrayal takes time to organize. Zaro needed months to poise my men against me. Nine hours ago, he made his move. And we see him talk. We see him going to a bunch of the uh, League of Assassin soldiers. He's like, uh. Then we are agreed. The traitor must die. Then we cut outside of Damien's uh, bedchambers where uh, Koru is, is on guard. Um, and Damien continues, uh, I underestimated their dissatisfaction uh, with my desire to find a solution. Uh, that did not include the extermination, that, a solution that didn't, you know, mean the extermination of billions. And we have Koru being like, huh, I see, here's a sound. And then like three league of assassins guys just just jump him swords out ready and he's like and they're like kill the bodyguard and uh we don't know if Koro lives through this the fact that he has their swords everywhere and stuff and he's holding them off it's like i'm guessing he probably didn't but he yells master you are betrayed um damien's able to you know get out of he it seemed like he was in a chair reading he's able to get up get one his bow staff um and he's ready as Zaro and the League of Assassins, the rest of the, the, the traitors, burst through the wall, which, good on them. Um, and Zaro's like, the only betrayal is his, for he betrayed Ra's al Ghul. And Damien's just like, Zaro. Um, and then we get a page that should have been cool, but is just frustrating. But also, you're about to see, like, cannon fodder. Like, these are the, we're about to meet the best cannon fodder I think I've ever read about in, in like comic book or seen in a show. Like th- these are unnamed, un like faced people. They have their League of Assassins. They are going to, for the rest of this book, they are going to be the single most effective, like foot soldier, cam- like cam fodder people you've ever heard of. You've ever seen anywhere to the point where it's like a problem I've always had with League of Assassins is, is the fact that it's like, oh, they're supposed to be so good. And, and yes, like against like police or even military. They kick their butts, and then you have even a street-level hero is able to just wipe the floor with dozens of them. Not here. So initially, the first three that come in, D- Damien takes care of. He kicks one in the face as he hits two others simultaneously with the bow staff. And he's like, how ironic, you speak of betrayal. Uh, and then he leaps at two more, two more, kicking both of them um, as he kind of pole vaults with the, the bow staff to, you know, get over there. Um, and he's like, 
when you, like, how dare you speak of betrayal, when you embrace it. Um, and one of the guys getting hit yells, do not back down. And two of the others, like, he fights like a demon born. I wish to point at this point, he, he's, he's knocked back. He hasn't defeated. He is simply knocked, he maybe knocked out a couple of them, but just knocked back, like, five guys um, in an ambush that he was kind of prepared for. And then these three, these two or three soldiers proceed, oh, four, sorry, because the, the other guys uh, who he kicked uh, get back up, um, just proceed to just gank him. Like, it, it goes from him leaping at the guys, knocking two of them back, and two others coming up behind him, to the next panel. Everything has gone red. We're in silhouette. The the bad guy, the League of Assassin guys are in black. All of their swords have gushed, like, gallant, like, tons of blood, as it looks like they've just been stabbing him on the ground. So, fights like a demon means he can maybe take four or five of these guys. This is Damien. We've seen this version of Damien be ridiculously good at fighting. But this, this, even even with the... <laughs> these guys are ridiculous, and it's impressive. And this is not the last we've seen. Maybe not these specific guys, but if the League of Assassins people feel like actual League of Assassins people, like, dang, they just quickly took down Damien in a, in a fight. Like, th there wasn't any, like, gas used. There wasn't any dirty tricks other than the surprise attack, which he just jumped into. And then once that had happened, any surprise, like, they wasted all of the element of surprise with this. Like, you were just in normal fight. And he, they just took him out. I'm just like, what? I don't know if I should feel good or bad that the League of Assassins feels like they actually live up to their name for once. And Damien continues, like, uh, that's exactly what would have happened. And he, he points out, like, you know, this is what would have happened if I hadn't, you know, if what's about to happen hadn't, you know, intervened. Um, he, he's completely confident that these guys would have just killed him. Uh, or would have killed him. Because at some point here, he did get knocked to the ground. And I'm not really sure when, because he's like, yeah, you see that me getting killed here, even though I wasn't on the ground in the panel above? Yeah, they, they would have killed me if it wasn't for the fact that, uh, Goliath showed up. And one of the guys is like, the dragon? Like, what? What's he? Why is he right here? What? Um, and Damien continues, like, Goliath had been with me since I was a child. Uh, most thought of him as a pet. I think of him as both a friend and a bodyguard. And and Goliath just tears through these guys and picks up the injured Damien. Um, and he's like, uh, if not for Goliath, uh, the uh, uh, reconciliation that, you, uh, and, you know, the reconciliation uh, that you and I uh, experienced uh, would have cost me my life. So pretty much because they they made up, it would have killed the cost of his life. Um, and now we're back, you know, in the uh, uh, the bat suite. Um, and Damien's like, uh, we may have evaded uh, the assassins for now, but they won't. Uh, they won't stop. Either I end up dead, or I yeah, I end up dead, or they do. And Bruce is like, Rachel Ghoul's organization has been such a gold standard discipline. I, I didn't think a rebellion was even possible. And that's fair enough. And Damien's like, uh, your time as Batman didn't result in turning the demon's head, uh, the demon's head legion against demon's heads legion against him. But you accomplished it as my father. And, and Bruce is like, they turned because you did the right thing. And, and Terry's like, like no bickering, okay? We settled all this a month or months ago. And then it points back to specifically Batman Beyond issue eleven. So. Yep, Brother Ibor probably still happened, I guess, maybe, who knows? Um, but regardless, it's like, oh my god, Terry, you sounded so whiny right there. Um, not just because I voiced you like that, but just 
I don't know the wording. Uh, Bruce then is like, uh, Terry's right. We have to move forward. And, and Damien, who's still bandaged up and not great, he's like, turning away from grandfather wasn't easy. We all know that Earth is suffering under the weight of its people. And I'm like, or did the brother I wore happen? Because if it did, there's not a lot of people left. You got everything you wanted, kind of. If if not, then okay, but yeah. Um, and then Damien's like, uh, thanks to the human vermin gnawing uh, away at it, our world is heading towards a catastrophic end. Um, and he, he, you know, as he's putting clothes on, because before he, you know, he'd just come out of the tank, he's like, uh, there are times when I feel my grandfather is right. And Matt is like, wiping out humanity? Brick. And I'm like, that's, that's, I hate, I hate the future slang that they invented in this book as a pair's, as opposed to the actual slang that was used in the series, because Brick was not a thing in Batman Beyond the Animated Series. Uh, and Terry's like, yeah, total no zone, also not a thing. Um, and Bruce is like, uh, where there's life, there's, there's hope. Remember that, always. Um, and just then, an alarm goes off, and Terry's like, fair enough. We, And then Bruce is like, my sensors uh, have a, uh, wow, I can't speak today. My sensors would have alerted me. Um, and at the same time, Damien's like, your cloaking technology has failed. And then we see just a giant flying fortress has, has made its way over Dio Gotham. There's no police response. There's no defense force response. There's 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 not even a military response. There's just there's just this flying fortress over the city that is just raining down, like just shooting at things. And just I'm just like, what the heck? How did no one s- <laughs> how did how is no one responding to this? Um, and, uh, Bruce is like, uh, it's, it's, you know, it, it doesn't know where we are. It's just shooting at random buildings, trying to find us. And Terry's, he's put his cow back on and he's getting ready to go out. He's like, they found us. And Damien has put his, his cloak back on. And he's like, perhaps not. If my, if father's estimation of his defense screen is correct, they, uh, they do not know where I am. And Matt's like, shway for us. And Bruce is like, quite the opposite, Matt. And Damien's like, indeed. In order to ensure killing me, they've decided to destroy the whole city. And Terry's like, not on my watch, and flies out uh, as Damien races for kind of like a, a Beyond-style motorcycle. And he's like, you won't be able to stop them by yourself. And Terry's like, uh, much as I hate to admit it, uh, you might be right. And then we get more of the snow, which I praised last time. And I praise it again. This is how you do snow in a comic book. Any Anybody who's doing comic books, pick up this this issue. Or last issue. This is how you do snow in a comic book. Um, and Terry's like, you might be right. Uh, uh, given the size of this juggernaut, and we see it, it's like it's it's the size of several city blocks. It's not small. Um, Terry throws several batarangs. He's like, we have to we have to hit him hard and fast. Uh, and the batarangs explode and destroying one of the you know weapon uh the weapon platforms the cannons on it. And Terry's like, target uh target their offensive capabilities. Take him out. And then. On kind of like a, a flying sled, one of the League of Assassins guys comes up behind and is like, misguided fool. And he, he sends out like a, a rope, throws out a rope, and he gets it around Terry's neck and pulls him in. Um, and Terry's like, uh, you have no chance against our superior force. And Terry's like, you might outnumber us. And then Goliath comes in and smashes that League of Assassin member away. He's like, but we always have, uh, but we have ways of evening the odds. 
Um, so yeah, just super efficient League of Assassins, guys. What the heck? And then Damien comes flying and he's like, Goliath equals 100 of them. As he's shooting and destroys another one of the cannons. Um, and then inside the command center, uh, no, at the, like, the sled launch platform, one of the guys is like, initiate audio protection. And one of the, uh, other guys is like, uh, activate sonic, uh, activate sonic deployment. Uh, now! And just, this, this thing raises up and just, it sends out this high-pitched sound that, that cripples Damien, Terry, and, uh, and Goliath. And Terry's even my mask can't. And then somebody comes in saying, looks like you boys could use some help. And it's Batwoman in a new suit. The suit we'd heard about before. Um, and at the end of this page, I will describe things about it. But yeah, so she comes flying in. She has, like, these, like, bat-shaped gauntlet blasters. Um, they're kind of neat. And Terry's like, Bat, Batwoman. Your suit, and she she's like uh, got an upgrade capable of blocking the Sonics, so I so I could take out the emitter, originally made for Nightwing, but when he passed on it, well, I figured I might as well, it might as well stay in the family. So this suit is interesting. So it's using the 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 advanced prototype suits uh, cowl. So the, the cowl that she had, the cowl that Terry had before he started, you, you know, he got back the, and started using the old costume again. Um, so basically like her last costume, the, the previous Batman Beyond suit, she apparently incorporated its cowl, which, which makes sense. Um, has the same eyes and everything. Um, she redid the, the maybe it's even the same belt, but repainted, um, as, as her suit had her Batman Beyond suit had potentially because it's the same design whereas terry's is the the circle one and it is drawn unlike last issue it's drawn properly in every panel in this one then she has the arm gauntlets but the other thing that's of note is that she just has she has a cape which kind of gives us an idea of a time period so backstory comic knowledge thing so an earth 12's continuity and potentially in the the animated series continuity but earth 12 stuff is kind of like secondary canon for that um they were, the prototype to the Batman Beyond suit we all know uh, was pretty much the same, more or less in every way, except that it had a long kind of Batman-style cape that could be, you know, turned into wings to fly. The prop, the reason that kind of Bruce abandoned that was, well, he was in the capes at the time. He realized, you know, having it so big and, and all the stuff in order to be able to work made it really impractical for, you know, flying because you couldn't really maneuver very well. And if, you know... The cape was even damaged a little bit, which honestly his capes usually get. Then it made the flight, you know, system per, like unstable to potentially even like in, like unusable. Um, this seems to be a shorter one, but we do see her using it, like turning it into wings. So this kind of makes sense that you know this was made probably at the same time as the the prototype to the bat suit we all know was made, and that was about the time that Nightwing retired. And then it was just it was put away. So it make that that makes sense. It's a good kind of nod to how things went in the in you know other parts of the continuity. And I I genuinely like it. So then in comes uh, in flies in on his uh, bike. Mayor Dick Grayson, who I love, is not even using the Nightwing basket. It's just it's just all of a sudden the mayor of the neighboring city has showed up to help with the fight. And I just I find that so fun and funny. And Terry's like a. Uh, Nice that Bruce made uh, made him one size fit all, uh, and you brought Mayor Grayson, and and Dick's like uh, pretty obvious that you needed the help. And it's like wow, the shade. And Terry's like, uh, Pops is on board. Uh, is on board with you doing this? Talking to um, Elena, and she's like, he has his moments, but yeah, 
Yes. As we, as we see them working together to destroy the turrets. And Terry's just kind of smirking. He's like, looks like we have us a real team. And he's happy about this. And I like this. Uh, and this is also the first time I've been very happy that Matt's no longer Robin. Because he would be dead right now. And then uh, we, we get a pretty, we get a good moment. Damien on his like beyond kind of motorcycle thing pulls up next to, uh, in the air while they're fighting, pulls up next to Dick's flying motorcycle. He's like, Grayson, uh, I thought you had forsaken the life for politics. And he's like, always a willing to help kid and we see that they managed to destroy one of the other weapons platforms and then damien's like i'm not a kid <laughs> sorry he's like i'm not a kid and nightwing's like whatever you say robin and the only thing that could have made this better is if you just had to like damien go would have been so per- it's such a good scene but it would have been so perfect um and matt then we go back to the the bat suite and both Matt and Bruce are smiling. And it's terrifying to see Bruce smiling. It's unsettling, even if it's only in profile. And Matt, who uh, doesn't have any irises, now that I look like that, his eyes are just completely white. And it's also terrifying. Is like, this This is like so shway. Like a real bat crew. And and Bruce is like, uh, uh, sentiments, uh, sentiments will have to wait. Uh, eliminating a, a threat like this requires more... Uh, more firepower fortunately and we go up to orbit where we see a wayne a wayne power satellite and i have to say maybe this is a piece i forgot that they they eventually sent up another satellite but it was a major plot point in the rise of the demon arc that they (laughs) that they had like one satellite i can't remember if they they put it up in the meantime or if it, it had just survived and been hidden but they destroy their satellite, like through it. Like they they lose the satellite if memory serves. So it was just, it was just so so very very weird to 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 think about it. Yeah, no, they divert one of the missiles into their into their like last satellite. It was a major plot point. Maybe there's something since that I've forgotten. Whatever. But uh, Bruce is like, uh, we have options that extend beyond New Gotham. Then we go to the the actual bridge of the League of Assassins ship, and the the captain of the ship is like, "Prepare the annihilation barrage, widest possible dispersal or widest dispersal pattern possible. Destroy the city." One of the other guys is like, "Yes, sir." And I'm like, "With what weapons?" And then a couple weapons pop up, and uh, Batwoman, who's who's now like on top of the thing, fighting off several League of Assassins members, uh, is like, uh, "They're loading up uh, for the kill shot." Uh, take out their command command capability quickly. And Terry just flies in the bridge, flying kick through the glass. He's like, on the bridge, trying to do exact, exactly that right now. Uh, and somebody's like, that won't get it done, Terry. And it's Bruce. And Bruce is like, uh, I could give you a helping head from above. And just the satellite with its just apparently weaponized Wayne power satellite, uh, or Wayne tech satellite, fires a laser down, hitting right on the... Uh, the ship's propulsion system. And Bruce is like, I'm taking out the ship's propulsion Just orbital strike to the ship's propulsion system. And Bruce, and I'm just like, oh my god, Bruce, you probably absolutely killed people. What the heck? And Bruce is like, without it, there's no way uh, I can stay in the air. Clear the area. Batman, as they're flying away, Batman's like, uh, if it crashes into the city, and Terry's like, it won't. The ship's momentum will take it into the sea. And I'm like, that's awfully convenient. And Matt, who's 
face is all puffy for some reason. It's like, uh, all those assassins, I hope they can swim. And I'm like, I hope they weren't caught in the giant space laser or die from the crash. But swim. Okay. And we see it crash into the 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 water outside of uh, Gotham. Uh, and Terry's like, and that takes care of that. And they've all landed and they're all kind of hero posing. He's like, uh, one aspect of the, the danger, yes, but this weather. And this is uh, Dick talking. And he's like, uh, it's gone from rain to a blizzard in a few hours. And this was a problem I had with last issue. Um, and, and I still hold by what I said. Where it's like, what the heck? Okay, so what was... So you go back to issues. You have them talking about specifically pointing out. I was like, wow, this this rain is really, really cold, even for rain. Okay, so we see that that was setting it up. But here's the thing. You, you don't go from just rain to then just snow. It intermixes. There's a thing called slush. Um, so it, it, there should have been at least a couple panels last issue that had it raining and snowing at the same time, even if it was a lot less rain. It's not a... One, you know, one is over here and then it immediately all changes to the other. But whatever. Um, Damien's like, uh, at a time uh, at a time of year when such things should be impossible. And Terry's like, you can't possibly think. Bruce, this is a coincidence, right? And Bruce is like, and he just has a super angry, intense face. And he's like, uh, I moved my satellite over the Himalayas so I could take a look at that, the monastery. And I'm like, how in the, if this is the same satellite. How in the world did you get it from what the, literally opposite sides of the planet? What the heck? And, and Matt's like, uh, you should have seen it. Uh, the whole top of the mountain was blown off. And what we saw, and, and Bruce is like, was a launch pad filled with large scale ship or large, eh, large scale space transports launching abandoning earth and we see a bunch of these ships going up above nanda parbat and terry's like that can only mean and damien's like zaro is proceeding with his plan a coming ice age has been triggered from all the plans i saw or from all yeah from all the plans i saw it cannot be stopped bum 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 and we see them all in the snow like reacting like oh no um and next avalanche of death so this issue Oh boy, this issue. I was originally going to give this issue two different scores. I don't remember what what Eric gave it. Five, three, I think. I don't know. He, he was not very up on this issue. I kind of like the issue. I respect the fact that it, it kind of awkwardly a bit, admittedly, but it does fit in with most of what we had established, even if it's just kind of like ifing things here and there. Um... There are parts of it that are really good. There are parts of it that are not good. I love Batwoman's new... I love her new suit. I, I genuinely love the new suit. I love that it's blue instead of the red with the cape and the, the logo. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, though... It, this is tough for me. It's definitely in the sevens. I'm, I'm gonna say that this is a seven eight. It's not bad. It's It's... It's not bad. It's pretty good. And I give a ton of credit for making the wonky cotton, like being able to be like, this could still have all happened if the Brother Eye stuff happened. Just, just kind of fitting in there awkwardly. So, yeah. Anyways, 
that's it for this month. I'll see you all uh, next month and back to the podcast. Jim rings the bell. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. Jim rings the bell. Eric Shay's reviews are all the bomb. Eric's the bomb. And if Shay's recaps are read without a single misstep, ring the bell. Ah, uh, yes, I hope you don't have a misstep. I hope not, too. I, I, I'm I under wanna, pressure now. I don't want to have to ring the bells on you. Right here on Weird Science. See, I don't want to have to do that, Eric. I really don't. I should be Me back either. in school. Oh, my. That's not true. That's a big, uh, you know, thing of contention right now about going back to school. Greta, you better watch yourself. But, Eric, we have two books left for tonight. Both of the them are yours. Of the night? No. Uh. No, and it's funny, too, because I ended up making up the sections. We had the Bat Flash section at the beginning. At one point, it was not. I ended up not even thinking right and putting Action Comics right in the beginning. Yeah. What am I thinking? What I was am surprised I thinking, that you Eric? didn't because you now, actually went against the grain and didn't yeah, put well, Detective and have, Action at the top. We have put Action at the or Superman. We have occasionally put it in the back, but usually that was a Batman thing back in the day when Tom King was doing it. We really weren't enjoying it, so I figured we'll save that for last so that we don't have to lose our minds before them which is a little bit of foreshadowing into what we're going to talk about when we get to that but what is the first book the first book is just league dark number 24 written by ram v with art by amanke nahuapan jun chung and rob lee it's time to get back to the upside down man and to do that we'll have satana go into the deep depression where all she wants to do is get her father's atara back while detective chimp fills a bird in wonder woman and on what everyone everyone on the team is up to the only problems with this are that I, just I know. The only problems with this are <laughs> that impressions Zatanna has could be really interesting, but it's totally surface level that seems to be taken care of with a hug by Diana. And the other problem is Swamp Thing is doing the most interesting things in this book, and we barely get a glimpse of what his new status quo is. Yeah, and this is pretty much the first time that we're going to get James Tynan's name not even on this. You're going to end up, he's not even story by anything Ram like v that. Ram V all the way. Ram V all the way. So I was looking forward to this thinking, Let's see what you okay, got, Ram. but really this is a, okay, we're going to recap kind Back of. Back to the get upside down, man, yeah, but not like, it, you know, meander to get there. It's a weird way. It's almost like because the things that we see obviously are new, but the way that Ram V wrote them it almost feels like you're getting new things, but in a clip show type of way. It's very odd the way that it comes off, how you end up having Detective Chimp go to Diana like, hey, Diana, how's it going on? You know, everybody misses you. You know, that's a ton of she's doing this and that it, it's a weird way of catching well, up all the huge where stuff that going. you want to see. It's kind of dangled in and, front of yeah. you and then pulled away because even when we start this issue off, you and see, I think it's the nature of how he's telling this. You because see the Justice League dark yeah. right away at the, you know, they're at the knees or the head because it's upside down man of the upside down man at the end of the battle where it seems like they have failed. Then we jump one week ahead, like earlier than that, where it's just. 
Tatana, she wants to get her daddy back. She's going to go to the Oblivion Bar, get a Kia Salmon. She's going to open up a doorway to the Upside Down while Wonder Woman just stands up on top of the freaking Hall of Justice and, you know, broods, wonders about her actions and inactions while Bobo's like, you know what, Diana? Things have been weird, but let me tell you what's going on with everybody else. And that's what's weird about it. And because, and like you're saying, I think that because of the way, the way you're telling the story. Now, I will say he gets everybody in there, something that a lot of times James Tynan didn't. But because of that, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of things going on. So you don't, you, you get to the point where you're like, all right, this is, oh, <laughs> right when things get interesting, you kind of get it pulled away. And that may serve well going forward. But in a book that has been having some problems with, you know, progress and with momentum and or things even like that. these things that we have done because the book, you know, we have the idea of progress, the stuff that we've done for 24 issues now for the first 12, at least it seemed like we were doing big, bad things, changing status quo, changing everything. What it means like putting a team up against something that they have never dealt with before. We have changed magic. What does that mean? Well, nothing anymore. We're moving that aside. We have changed the Parliament of Trees to the Parliament of Flowers. Well, what's that mean going forward? Nothing. We're just going to get rid of them, move back to a new status quo. But like, well, what's that? Is Swamp Thing going to do some stuff? Eh, you're going to have to wait because we're still dealing with the upside down, man. Well, well, what about all his legions that we saw before coming down, you know, taking over hell? And all? Eh, don't talk about that. We're not yeah, dealing with that right now. That's, that's the problem is a lot of the things that we want, we're not talking about it now. And then what we are talking about like you said, it's it's surface Even level. Even the We're idea what they talked about, you know, the, you know, we had the Lords of Chaos going, I mean, the Lords of Order going against all magic users. Magic was going to be dead, and then it was recreated. What does that mean? Well, we're going to have to figure out what the new rules are. We're going to have to rewrite the rule book ourselves, and it's just the time of doing backwards magic with no repercussions like we started the book with, you know, before the book, because the Upside Down Man, he's still here, but there's... Like you said, we talked about this before, the idea of like the Court of Alice, where they're just terribly nerfed at this point because we've had this character, the biggest bad there's ever been, the freaking the mirror opposite of Hecate, the goddess of magic, the person who like, you know, can take everything, change all of magic and take it away from everybody. Anybody who uses magic will be affected by this big bad until they're not. Yeah. And, and with that, you do have the Upside Down Man, which you might as well. He is the DC version of the Spider-Man kindred. You, you just if have you him hanging so. around. <laughs> you just had. Well, you actually could read some of the things recently, two years, three years later, and be right in because nothing has progressed. So you have the Upside Down Man where yeah, he's upside down. He's got a sweatpants on. Yeah, but you, you have kind of made his whole story not mean that much because you have taken away a lot of the stakes that you had. I remember, I mean, you and Reggie would argue with me and tell me and try, you know, oh, man, this is big. And at one point, it felt like that. I just said at that well, point that it did, it wasn't well, my well, type of thing. check this whole thing out with the idea where we had, the you know, like, Ray and Reggie were talking about because you were dealing with huge stuff. If you were a fan of the magical realm, stuff like that, Which of the I DC wasn't, universe. Which I was so I understood that it wasn't hitting with me. even talking about the but... Parliament of Trees and changing them, like, we could do some really cool stuff here. Taking Nanda Parbat, getting rid of that, making it a necropolis. I'm like, what the hell have we done with that? Is it still necropolis? Who knows? I, I warned everybody, but I didn't know. I mean, I was saying I, and I don't think really mind. Thing that but I'm not even remembering right now that was changed. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on that really wasn't. And so we're back to the upside down man, and now we're meandering again. And when you do have it, like Here's I Ramakushna. said, you end up starting off with, all right, here we go. We're going to get him. And then a week later to go back to say what everybody's been doing, but everybody's been kind of sitting around moping. To get and I'm like, where right. are we going to get something going on Bobo, here? Bobo, tell me what is going on to the team right now. Well, Kent Nelson is leaving. Why? 
He's just leaving. Khalid's all we're going to have here. He doesn't like to know what's going on. <laughs> right? He what's likes man, to leave it to fate. What's man bad up to? Well, he's checking out what's going on Swamp Thing. He just yelled out, Eureka, endosymbiosis. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know how we just got Swamp Thing back. We got rid of the Parliament of Flowers. The Parliament of Trees are back. Swamp Thing's back. But he, you know he was a little bit different. You, you remember that, right, Diana? Oh, yeah, I remember that. But yes. now, according to man bad. I'm Diana. Thank now. you. According to man bad. Yeah, what? all the parliaments working together oh with goodness. Swamp Thing within him, and he's out doing stuff. Whoa, that sounds really interesting. Let's talk more about that. No. No, I love it. It's My hypothesis is that Swamp Thing is regrowing these specific places aided by the parliaments. But to what end? Curious. Entirely curious. That's all. And it ends. Like, well, yeah, what end? And he's, he's talking, going around to places that Swamp Thing has been in the past yeah. and doing stuff to him. Well, what's he doing? Curious. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> Curious things he is. Yeah. And he's he's at Rosewood. And I'm telling you, this and idea, Homa. having all these different parliaments working within Swamp Thing, the Avatar, the Parliament of Trees, I'm like, this is so goddamn cool. What are we doing? And then realizing that's and I'm the going art through the I like the art in this. I so think I. the art of Swamp Thing's awesome. And but it's just, I'm what's like, going I, on? I want to know more about this. And the whole idea that we're breaking it down at this point. I, I've just told you everything that's going down with the Just League Dark at this point. Yeah, we're done. Kent Nelson's leaving. Khalid's all we got. And he's unsure of his abilities at this point. Swamp Thing, he's doing really cool stuff that you don't get to see. Man Bat's checking in on that stuff. But he's just curious about what's going on. Diana's hanging on top of buildings, fucking brooding. Zatanna has a deep, dark depression, which means she's going to drink and have some daddy issues. Beyond that, though, it's like, okay, well, what, am, what are you going to do about this? Well, I'm going to go and tell everybody. Well, hey, everybody, Zatanna. I'm the doorway that you need to get to the upside down because of my link to Hecate. I can get you there. Give me a hug. You're all good now. Yes, Eric. I ended up having to mute this. Tanya came in to give me a coffee, said that it's black. She has Splenda. I said, I haven't drank, drank it with Splenda in like a year and a half. No, no, I, I thought, I thought the whole rec- like recording was done at this point because I no, wasn't on no, that page. No, it was because she was saying she was trying to, like, I read lips. I can't read lips, Eric. My fingers aren't that sensitive, <laughs> right? Even read. My fingers aren't that sensitive, Eric, is what I said. Uh, but gross. yeah, you end up with this. <laughs> mm, gross. <laughs> you end up with all that. And yeah, Wonder Woman's brooding. All this guy, and then you end with uh, Bobo. Well, I'm a chip with a sword. All right, let's go. And <laughs> yes, nothing happens. And the whole thing, what does that even mean? You are the owner of the Bolivian Bar. You're the Night Master's next, you know, freaking choice to come on here. What does that mean for Mira and all this other stuff that we've dealt with? You know, we have Blue Devil who's still stoned. Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, really. I forgot that he was stoned. It's like half my house here. You end Never up where that. all this going on, I know. All this, but yeah, you end up having Satana doing something big, getting the but, but what is it? And she gets the, you know, she's going to do dependent grams and all that. Constantine was, left a note for yeah, Bobo that he can call. But it's everything is basically, you know, setting up down the line, which is fine with, you know, Ram V finally getting to do it all himself. But this is where he should have already set this stuff up so that we can go because all this book has been is setting up stuff. Khalid. And and Kent just sitting around. Well, even doing the stuff they're setting up, everything that ever, all the characters are dealing with here, besides for Swamp Thing, is nonsense. Even the idea that Zatanna, obviously, yeah, we talked thing, about. That's cool. Yeah, that's really I, cool. I, I want to see more. more of that. But now they're like Zatanna, like getting to the upside down so she can get her father back. Yes, that is a thing that we have dealt with going forward. It's a big motivator for this character, and it makes sense. But we we know that we need to deal with the upside down man who has been the main threat of this book since it started hanging in the background so obviously we need to get to the upside down or go to the upside down man at some point just for wonder woman to come in i guess i gotta do something here i am the leader of this jerk off team check it out z yeah i have the power to do what you want here you can quit your heavy drinking right now here's a hug 
Yeah, stop drinking. Stop thinking of your dad. You know, he never loved you. He was an awful magician, Eric. You know, what? that's what he, his best thing was to hide the salami, I heard. I don't know what I'm saying. But with that all, I will tell you where I realized, you know, when I realized that this book isn't hitting for like you is when I read it and I understand everything. Then I realized <laughs> that it's nonsense because oh, I'm no, reading this. Yeah, I'm reading this. I'm like, Boy, that was a little too straightforward. And I then I realized it's because nothing happened. And nothing has happened at other times, but you're throwing the mumbo jumbo out. And yeah, you still get the backwards well, magic even the and idea stuff, but it's like, still nothing we going, are going on. Open a doorway to the upside down. Like I said, this is our big concern for the JLD this whole time. To our big bad. Yes, we're gonna get Zatar. That's our goal. I mean, can, obviously it's not gonna go over, you know, very well. But the idea is like, all right, is you know dead what? better, Eric. Is- dead is better. But uh the idea is that it's only gonna be Zatanna and Wonder Woman going not your entire team so it's like bobo i need you to stay behind because khalid i need you to tell khalid what's going on because he is our own you say the kent's leaving well khalid then he is our only hope mike well why don't we that's my favorite part that's my favorite part is listen you know the most powerful person we have is khalid so you got to stay back with him so nothing happens to him but you're doing something to save the world you got to have all hands on deck. And like you said, like even Wonder the idea, Woman probably can protect them a little has better. the note from John Cussing. Bobo, if you ever find yourself a patron short at the bar, you know, here's how you can find me. And I think I don't know what that means because it's just dot, 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 JC. I'm like, how do I find him? But no, I bet but, you he burns it and he comes out of the flames. Maybe that's what I'm, just magic. I'm guessing. That's but what the happened. Whole thing, I'm like, get John Constantine back because while you might be mad that he was keeping secrets, and he made the best possible outcome for you for the last arc. Yeah, yeah, that's the deal. And so, yeah, you end up with nothing. And we'll see how this ends up. But there's, it, but boy, trying, I want to see that you, swamp thing stuff oh, because yeah. that seems really cool. I'm telling you, even the whole thing with Z and Zatan, I mean, Z and Zatan, Z and Wonder Woman. This seems cool, but our way of getting here just seemed out of nowhere. Yes, Zatanna is depressed, but like, you know, and freaking uh, Wonder Woman's forlorn to thinking about her inactions and her actions this entire time. And I'm thinking to myself, why couldn't we just come out strong and say we have a battle plan? We know what we're going to do after dealing with all of that bullshit with the parliament's last arc. We know what we need to get back to because I don't know if you all remember JLD, like your know, team, but it was the upside down man who started all that bullshit. So he is our number one target. Let's go after him. Do you think like this is at issue 24, say that it does get to 30 before this upside down man stops. Say when a, do you think that pretty much, this is the story. When it ends, it ends. They will cancel this book. And we, we, so what they're doing now is you have to reset or at least give a forward direction for Swamp Thing. You got to set up Khalid. You got to do something with Zatanna, with Zatara, where he's, it's not going to be I'm just good. waiting for and all this stuff end, to come around where we had the, we were told when Justice League started with Scott Snyder and this book happened and the Justice League Odyssey happened, how these three Justice League books were integral to everything that was going yeah, on that with Death Metal anymore. and all That's this other stuff. That you know, is completely I'm waiting gone. for that to tie into everything with Perpetual like we were told because like we know just like odyssey has already been announced to be canceled so i would expect that you have to end your stories and then you'll be canceled and it's Turns funny out too. the upside down funny. man he's one of those cosmic judges we never knew damn right he is he's the hands he's gonna lay hands I, I i get the idea we always joke about this with the idea they go hey ram v cool name buddy mr v <laughs> Mr. Uh, five. But when, <laughs> when when the story ends, he's from the Rome. book's canceled. And he's like, when when the story ends, the book's canceled. 
All right. And he just starts meandering. <laughs> it's like 75. Story's barely right? begun, folks. Oh, my goodness. The upside down, man. We, we go through five issues about him dry cleaning his sweatpants. We're just doing Because this is his whole plan. They're like, come on, man. I told you when it's done, you know, it's canceled. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. All right. Okay, Diana's brooding some more. We have. But, yeah, I think that what we're seeing here is James Tynan was taken off the books seemingly because he was on Batman. Yeah. But he's been on other books, multiple books before. He's working double shift, though, at the bi-weekly. No, but he was doing Detective at one point and other things when that was by as well. That's been a by book. But you end up with this is the idea where I think they thought, I'm saying, though, but he was on a lot of different things. And when they end up with this, even in the New 52 and stuff, but I think they were just like, we really don't care. This book does not matter the way it did before. You don't have to be on it. Get off. You concentrate on Batman. That's the big deal. And then we'll have V, Mr. Five. He'll come in. He'll finish it up for you. He'll just end up tying the pieces together and going. And it's starting to really feel to me that this book does not matter at all, even though there were huge things that I did recognize they were huge. Not my thing, but huge. And now they're almost feeling like we're going to get, like we said, Detective Comics. It's you say just that, taking This feels longer. more like The Flash, where we just have all of these things left yeah, on I'm the table though. and never getting back to. Yeah, but I actually think we're just going to gradually do these issues where things kind of are mentioned again, mentioned again, and then we'll have an oversized to just tie it in. And I'm not saying it's going to end with a satisfactory ending where they're like, oh my God, this makes this, 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 and this better. I just think it's going to reset. And we'll sh- we'll see that a book that a lot of people have been counting on being big. It, it reminds me, you know, the magic side of things. This is like the Titans. The book magic where, is back. You know, you end up where, oh my God, I'm a dark deal. I like the magic. I like these things. This is huge. This is, ah, it was nothing. And it ended up taking a long time. Look, to I, and get we, there. you and I say this at this point, but the critics, they're still loving Just League Dark. I'm at, because at a, it's one of those books that has fringe characters that end up where people want to say they like it. I think just because they want to seem clever and they like that. You know, I'm not going to pretend I'm clever. I'm a dummy. See, and last I, I just time don't I liked like a bunch of 10s, some 9s, some 8s, and I, I'm down here at a 6.5 out of 10. I'm telling you. And the thing is, for much as I'm complaining about this, like I said, the stuff with Zatanna and Diana going to the upside down. Those are some interesting stuff I want to see. I wish it was done better to get there and not just surface level. And then the whole thing with Swamp Thing, I am compelled with that. Help. I'm like fucking man, but curious. You know, I'm like, I need to know more about this. I'm more than anything. I'm mad that I didn't get to see any of this stuff. And it was dangled in front of me like a carrot and then thrown away. I'm like, give me the Swamp Things thing because this is a new status quo. It's a new Swamp Thing. I need to know what's going on here. Well, I, I'm telling you, too, you end up throwing some neat little things with Swamp Thing and the the, the thing goes up, too. The score will go up. I just the idea is not that this is a bad issue. It's what we're having our problems with with a lot of things going on now. You heard that first section. It's what you said. It happens in Flash. It happened in Detective Comics in a smaller deal and just that arc. But even so, we end up going through a lot of time and effort to actually figure out that nothing really mattered and we're not really getting anywhere. And that's been my frustration with this book. Uh, for the most part, it looks pretty good. This issue looks great. I yeah. think it points, but sometimes it looks even better. And that it was the thing. But the overall story, when you're still dealing with the upside down man and still really don't know much about him. And he's been around for two years because he was kind of in the background at one point. Now yeah. he's back. And it's just 
Everybody is yelling that things there. are big. He was there. He was in the forefront. Then he was in the background. But even when he was in the background, we discovered that he was the man behind what was going on right now. And I think this is one of the things. This is one of those books that, that it drives me nuts when you're told. To, this is what Brian Michael Bendis does a lot in his. He tells you something's big, but you never see it. You never feel it because you're kind of just, you know, bored with it and just kind of, you know, meandering about. And that's how I feel with this. And I'm, what did you give it a six five? Six five. Yeah, I'm about a six. I can go six five. Again, it didn't infuriate me. I like the dialogue. I like the interactions. It's just nothing. I want to see more of. I just don't really care for the way that it was addressed here. And the thing is, the book still looks great. I'm looking at the scores. <laughs> you go down, and it's like, where's Eric's score? I see all these scores, and ah, oh, there he is, yellow. Way six, at the five. bottom. There he is, and it's just. What's so the next score? High. Eight. Yeah. So and you have a bunch of eights. Then you have, you know, you have it all way up. But you know, there's just craziness. I, I don't get it. I don't understand a lot of times where or what these people are reading and what they think. But they have all. And everybody has the right to be wrong, Eric. That, that is the Ooh, way. That's the way that things go, right? That's what happens. You have stolen my dreams. I just wish I could see what everybody else is seeing. Yeah, that's what we Too want. Too bad we I'm need, a blind man. We know those glasses. Now we go to the <laughs> last book of the night. You can't see without. You can't rate things without your glasses. And I never do. We're going to go to the last book, and I, I want to point something out. Something. I'm take my glasses off for this one. Take take that out. Really, you should. Uh, when uh, when I tell you this, I think this will blow your mind. I, right. I think this is going to blow your mind. Okay, because this is a book that you reviewed. You end up going and reviewing it. It's my book, Eric. You ended up reviewing my book, and I laughed the oh, whole week. I kept it from you the whole time. You know I, I can't so keep a angry. secret. You know I can't oh keep a God, secret. It never you even realize dawned now, on me. don't you? I ended up talking <sighs> to you and said to you, Action Comics is nonsense. Oh, my God. I'm about to review it. And you said, oh, I know. I just did my review, and I gave it your sc-. I'm like, who am I? I don't have to do all my <laughs> reviews this street. week. I was so happy. I was. I actually laughed so loud. Ended up messaging Brandon. Get this, Brandon. <laughs> I ended up telling him, like, I don't have to review Action Comics. It's my book. I'm I traded a dummy. for How does it, just, I forgot that I didn't Justice do this anymore. League, me and you ended up trading. Especially I have for to how do much Nightwing and Action Comics. Yeah. So I am... I'm telling you, it was the first book I was going to review. You had already reviewed it because you do things a little ahead of time from the time I do it. But I ended up, this was still on Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to review it. I'm like, I have to just let this lie until we get <laughs> to it. And I'm going to reveal that he ended up reviewing this book, which is one of the worst issues combined of story and art that I have seen since we started this I'm podcast. You, even I was out. For my score, I went a little high, and I tried to make myself no. go higher than I wanted to just because it seemed... Just re- you don't want to seem like a jerk. Look, I, if I went true. lower than I did here, I, I knew I, like, you know, people would come at you like, you're just a hater for the sake yeah. of hating, and I had and to come up with problem. reasons for me to justify yes. my score for as high as it is. And where I'm going to say that, some people might say that's faking the funk. It's not necessarily that. And what Eric is saying and, and we, if you are reviewing comics, you do have this deal where you don't want to just be looked at as pure out hater. You want somebody to read the review and get your idea of the score. Sometimes if people see a two or one, they're not going to deal with it. They're going to say that's a hater. That's a jerk. There's yeah. no re- out. 
And so you end up having to keep that in mind. And like you said, you ended up going through it to find reasons to get it up to you are and I'm not saying the right? good reasons. Yeah, and I'm at a three. No. A little fucking spoiler on here. And, and the funniest so thing is, angry. A, a, a couple people said to me, like, "Oh my god, Eric gave Action Comics a three. I'm like, "Yeah, I know. He really went too high." And then they were yelling at me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you, this issue is infuriating. But give me, give me your write up here, Eric, since it was your book. God now damn. I could have just pretended and never said, and you probably would have continued to continued do this book. On. But I don't want you to do that. That's Neither not do I. fair. Neither do I, especially oh, after I this laughed. issue. I laughed all, all week. All oh week my I was God, laughing. I'm it was so the best. It was the best. Action uh, yes. Comics number 1023, written by Brian Michael Bendis, if you can call it writing, with art by, if you can call it art, John Romita Jr., Klaus Jansen, Brad Anderson, and Dave Sharp. Leonie plans on starting an invisible war, and for some reason this means she had Red Cloud kill off all her lieutenants. Not only that, but apparently Red Cloud has been drinking the Leviathan Kool-Aid and wants Superman and his entire lo- alien-loving family off of the planet, or How she's going to do something you? drastic, Jim, like kill Jimmy Olsen. The Superman family, though, isn't one for threats, or caring about Jimmy, apparently, and do something strange. Strange as hell. They use Brainiac shrinking technology to shrink a nightclub in Metropolis that was owned by Leone. Fuck this book. Yeah, I, it, this book and the story. Again, we had the whole idea of <laughs> just, these things. Just I'm the just idea, still just, laughing just, that you reviewed it. But just still. the idea, though. I'm just saying, just going to throw this out here because it just bothers me. The last thing we dealt with was Cameron Chase telling Lois, look, okay, we're, the government, <laughs> we're fine with Watch Superman saying being he's the king of Earth, one of the ruler of Earth, whatever you want to call it for this federation of nonsense planets. You just can't screw up. Yeah, Clark don't has put, screw up. Clark has put his identity out there. Now Superman, who everybody knows is Clark Kent, who pays taxes and does you know everything you have to do, he just shrunk down a, a building that was He's owned by somebody else in that. the city. Yes, you're not allowed to just do that. I could tell you that there is a place in Quakertown where we live that is known to be a haven Bush house. for yes for heroin. I'm not allowed to go and burn it down. I'm not allowed to Let's go and get shrink it. Technology. I'm not allowed to. You're not allowed to do that. That's against the law. This is taking the law into your own hands, and you were told not to do that. You were told to watch your P's and Q's. He's not. With that, that's not even close to the worst thing nope. in this. Basically, I will tell you. Feel strange to say. I will tell you the worst about this is just the whole thing, just the progression, the, the art, art, the, the dialogue, dialogue, the, the characterization. The, the they're all. The lack of characterization. Oh, my God. You end up right away The apparent importance of Red Cloud, which (laughs) they keep trying to push (laughs) on me, but I'm not buying it. This is what I'm talking about when I said the JLD, where you're told something's big. Well, now Red Cloud is the Leviathan, and Leviathan's been pushed aside. But even that, you end up starting... With how much background and, and recap are we going to get? Just well, now this is just there. like Young Justice. He's doing it, it the Marvel way, but even like it's more. He is doing it Marvel the Marvel way. way, but the Marvel way is like three sentences. This is uh, over hey, the top. In, ca- in case you weren't able to follow my story, because I'm not much of a writer, That's here's what it what's is. going on, everybody. And he, he makes it seem like everything is so intricate in this puzzle he's doing. It's not. It's just that it's stupid. But why why did we kill off all the lieutenants of Leone's Invisible I don't Mafia? Know. You know, because that's how you get your organization better. You, you kill everybody. This is why I think the Eagles, to, to win the next Super Bowl, kill everyone. Then you're going to win. You end up with no, Kalex. Right. And, and this is a comic booky thing. But the way you're spelling it out there with, Pretty much John looking at Kalex, or not John, it's Connor, Connor yeah. looking at Kalex as if he's listening. Batman, Superman sitting, and Kalex is going above and beyond what he should even know. 
hey, and and then Clark's wife Lois, she's off with the red clouds. I'm like, Kalex, if you know this, tell somebody. I mean, really, but it's just a comic book. But it's stupid. And then you go to Lois and Jimmy. And you are going to meander. You are going to have Red Cloud attack, then not attack, then attack, then not attack. Things being brought up, things out of nowhere. And it's just ridiculous. You end up where, you know, you end Red Cloud. I'm going to kill Jimmy. You people here, you think you're hot shit. You end up, first off, I want to point out that you end up having a Red Cloud who is so pissed off. That Superman and Lois and all of them are there in Metropolis. How? Where, where's Leviath- Robinson Good from? Leviathan- she's from Seattle. She's not even no, from she's Metropolis. From Star City, Jim. Star City. She's not a Metropolis native. What does she care? She's well, like, oh, my Metropolis. Well, the thing is, too, the whole idea that she's now going with Leviathan things, the only reason yeah. Metropolis is ever in trouble because this Superman keeps bringing the trouble towards her. So we need to get Superman, his yeah. alien loving wife, his freaking half-breed alien son. We got to get them off this and goddamn just start planet yelling, right you now. Gotta get, like, Lois, you, you, Lois, you got to get but what is with space. the flip-flopping of Robinson Good Red Cloud at this point where she's yeah. talking about, I spared your husband's life last. I'm like, but but now you want to kill him and you wanted to yeah. kill him before that. I'm like, you just keep going back and forth. And then you and helped then, up because he you, has no idea what his story is. He ends up having Red Cloud help the Justice League against Leviathan. Now Leviathan's the best thing since sliced bread and was right. And it just keeps but going back but and forth. But not working with Leviathan, working no, with Leone no. and her Invisible now Mafia. Now with Leone, the Invisible Mafia who nobody cares about, and he is now pushing. At one point, we thought they had disappeared. They became invisible, and then they just show up again because he has nothing better to do. Well, isn't and that these the are the stories. I, I really think it's just going to come down to that one line that Leone threw out there a few issues ago. I don't even remember when it was where it seemed like you know her father might have been an alien or she was an alien and has now come to Earth because she's looked for but a perfect world. that's worlds. weird, though, because now we think that, but now you're spelling out that Superman shouldn't be here because he's an alien. And yes, that's through Red Cloud, but still, you end up having these back and forth, but you aliens. can't even think what's going on. But you end up, and this is the silly thing, you end up having like, oh, Batman makes his own villains. Yeah, that's a trope. That's a whole deal. But Superman being in Metropolis, you are Red Cloud. You're from Star City. You came to Metropolis to cause problems. Y- you're the problem. <laughs> it's not Superman being there. He's trying to stop you. You're also the problem. But she just goes on and on. And, and then out of nowhere, you have so many jumps to conclusions here that don't need to oh, be Just Jimmy done. Olsen out of nowhere. You know that's Robinson Good, right? She looks and sounds just like her. I'm like, Looks and what? sounds just like her. Somebody look at Red Cloud. She let you said, I think she looks like a bunch of spilled ketchup. You think uh, more she looks accurately like a vapor trying to do a trick. Yeah. She looks like some vapor trick. And yet he says she looks actually like wrong turn Good. trying to do a vapor trick. Was, was he drunk every time she came into the, the thing? And you have specifically made her have a different word bubble and font color, which means she talks differently. So where are you getting this idea of somebody barely knew so that you can have the joke? Hey, Jimmy, you didn't even know that Clark was the Superman's. I, I still, still don't, don't believe it. I'm like, really? You still asking if they still have but fucking bedspreads? This is the way that we have Robinson Good revealed as a villain and who she is. Yes. Her big thing is because Jimmy blurts it out there for no good reason. Yeah. The the problem, though, is, is that by the who end. Jimmy looks like a girl in this one. Well, and by the end, you have. So Jimmy needs to yell this out. Hey, you know, somebody needs to recognize Robinson Good. Is Red Cloud, though, by the end, 
The police officers from the Metropolis PD say, thank you, Superman. Whose house is this? Yours? That, that and random he says, house that we have seen since the beginning yeah. of the Invisible Mafia, since the beginning of Action Comics, essentially, where all the food named lieutenants sit inside an Alaskan pipe, yeah. lead pipeline inside this house and hold their meetings. Whose yeah, house is it? And he says, her name's Red Cloud. She goes by Robinson Good. So this house seems to be hers anyway. So you're you're doing all these things. But even before that, you end up where, you know, Superman, Connor, and John show up. You end up having Lois say Smallville. And this, this is the this, safe this, word. This, they this show up. is the reason that my score is as high as it is. Because okay. just for the simple idea. That you have this trio of Superman right here. You have two Superboys and you have Superman, a whole Superman family, if you will. This is the reason, while it's not good, it doesn't look good at all either. This is the reason that my score is so high because the idea and how I've wanted to see this, just not ever like this and never like this again. And, you know, they show up and then Robinson's good. What are you cloning yourself now? To make this work. Like, what are you, what are you cloning yourself? No, no, we're going to stop you. You're a big disappointment. You end up Connor, uh, you know, hey, are we allowed to go crazy on her? Yeah, you know, she's a big disappointment. Name Red Cloud, real disappointment. And so they end up going to fight. And yeah, Red Cloud will be, you get out of town. You're the problem here. Leviathan was right. I shouldn't have joined up with you to stop it. But here we go. You're a jerk. Superman says, you're just a murderer. They start yelling, aliens, aliens. And the super trio blows the house down. Ends up blowing her. That's when Jimmy's like, that's Robinson Good. They blow her away. And then she goes. Now, she's getting away after they blew. And you have John. Should I super inhale? Superman says, no. That wouldn't be good. You would end up getting choked out. That would hurt you. And then John says, hey, it's not my favorite super move on a good day. You just asked him if you should do this. And then you have Connor. Yeah, really, it didn't even occur to me. All right, thank you. Well, what that is is just a setup to remind you that you end up having John inhaling her later and he's going to get choked out. But that's just so that you... So they're going with all this going on and everybody's just talking and not saying anything. At one point, Lois realizes that Connor's there and says, Hey, sorry, who is this? Connor says, hi, ma'am, I'm Connor. Superman says, this is Connor. Did you win a contest? And then John just blurts out, Mom, Connor is, well, it's hard to explain. And then you move on. Well, you then don't later get anything. On, we just have it come back to this where he looks like you and Lex Luthor had a baby. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, really. It's nonsense at this point now. Just and the idea that with- that was one of those big mysteries for so long. And Lois can just look at Connor Kent and see, yeah, like yeah. Lex Luthor and Clark Kent well, had a baby. Jimmy could tell that Robinson Good was, you know, Red Cloud. So I guess everybody move could. Move over, at, Batman. I think we have at, some new world's greatest detectives going on yeah. here. At one point, Superman says, this is awful. okay, they have that lead pipe there because they wanted to hide the bodies from me. Out of nowhere, Lois goes, sweetie, I think that's their invisible mafia meeting place <laughs> because it was. That's Obviously. all. There's no reason you would know this. You haven't even really done any sort of looking at it. You were attacked. And, and so then as they're talking. Red Cloud comes back and grabs him, pulls him out again. Everybody's going ham. John ends up inhaling her. He's well, even choking out. At this point. Come on, lady, fight or don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, fight and, or don't. And she goes away again. And so now John looks like don't. yeah, John looks like he's you know spitting up shit, and it's disgusting. Through all this, Superman just keeps randomly going to Jimmy and saying, "Hey, sorry, Jimmy, <laughs> sorry, you got attacked. Oh, what's going on?" So then all these things are going. 
and the police show up. The police show up because, you know, some shit's going down here. They're trying to figure out what it is. And I really, I'm telling you, you have a book here that was Dan Jurgen's book. He got it ripped out of his hands by Brian Michael Bendis. And Brian Michael Bendis has the nerve to call somebody in this book Officer Jurgens. I'm telling you, if I was Dan Jurgen, I'm like, you jerk. And it is the kind of play like you have on Look, Batman, but it's, still. It's all little jokes like this. Even later on, when we find out how Superman's going to retaliate because you know what? I don't know if you've realized this. I know John didn't, but these are mobsters we're dealing with. Yeah, mobsters. And, mobsters. and that's where Connor, Connor says, yo, John, uh, this is one of the most ridiculous progressions of dialogue. It even goes to the next deal. Here, yo, John, you know what you have to do with these super mobsters? The greatest detective, John, sitting there rubbing his, his, his chin. chin. Yeah. They are mobsters. No, 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 that's no, He's beyond yeah. this. Connor doesn't pay attention to him. He says, you have to speak their language. It's the only one they understand. John continues. Well, yeah, but he's Superman. What? What are you talking uh, about? Yeah, and, and then Connor says, there's, sweet a, little idiot. there's a Superman version of monsters. Mobsters. Yeah. Hey, is Brainiac Pal still around? I'm like, what? This what, is what how we happened? fight dirty. Because now that the Invisible Mafia are going up against Superman, they, like Robinson Good wants to fight dirtier than they actually have. But Superman, he has to send a message back. So they go and do something right now where Leonie is told that her one nightclub, you know, the black label nightclub, the one that makes money, has just been taken That's off the board. Joke. That's the your big joke. The black label <sighs> is the one that makes money. It's funny because Brian Michael Bendis does not have a black label. Say, we don't call it the Bendis club, the fucking nightclub because no, obviously because that wouldn't that, make any money. No, that's out of business. That one. That's you go in and people are yapping to you. You can't even get a drink but in there. But pretty much that we do something so out of character because the whole idea of Candor being shrunk by Brainiac and not being able to be reversed, if you remember this whole thing. That was a big problem for Superman and the Superman family. When Kandor was destroyed by Rogozar, huge thing right there for everybody involved, any kind of Kryptonian right there. So what we're going to do, we're going to show this lady by getting Brainiac 5 to get some Brainiac shrinking technology, and we're going to shrink this building down for Kandor. Yeah. It, it, so and and he goes in and these these people in the black label club, they're doing their drugs, Eric, the designer drug star labs. They're going through their nonsense. And Superman walks in, Clark Kent slash Superman walks in, and this is what you get with the reveal of the identity, where you have mobsters sitting there and bad people, drug dealers, going, hey, I think this is a cosplayer. What? Why would you think that just because he's revealed his identity? Then they shoot him, and the, the thing's oh, like, no. oh, no, we better skedaddles. And they go, then John ends up with Brainiac's there. So in the off panel, they had to have gone back to Smallville. They had to have said to Brainiac 5, hey, can you go back to the future, grab your shrink ray tech, and bring it back with you? He must have gone and done that. Or but instead he just of going back a little. Right now with freaking it, the Fortress with, of Solitude. I don't know it, whatever, but he's got to do something with that, which is weird to just all of a sudden have that, where John shows up with it and yells, Sup, and shrinks down the club, which should be illegal, and then says, We call it the Candor. So cut it out. I, I, he I appears I to be saying that to the police. I, I, I because do, I do the love the super, the super family smack talk because Connor's like, hey, if any of you scumbubs get a chance, tell the cloud. And then John <laughs> finishes, sup. Sup. Yeah. There's some and action then, movie freaking catchphrase right there. Yeah, sup. And then, sup. And then you have the guy go to Leone like, they blew up the Black Label Club. No. 
they did this, and he has this little Tell thing, you, and you expect them to say, what is that, a nightclub for ants? Look at you this thing, though, because there. the way they're doing this thing, it really looks like John shrunk down all the people as well. Yeah, I think that what, yeah, because they're all yelling, and it does also, if you want to go with the whole deal, it looks like a Leviathan thing, yeah. but also, that nightclub now looks like a factory. I mean, how many nightclubs? Look at look at all those windows and stuff on here. It looks like it's like a clothing factory. It's like, here it is. What am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> so they're like there. Well, you end up having John talking shit to whoever. He says, we call it the Kendor, so cut it out. It looks like he's yelling cut that too. It looks like the cops and Brainiac and, and Connor. Well, who can tell with this goddamn art? And then, I told you this before. They have handed over the shrink ray, if that's the con, but they handed it to the police. I don't know why they need that. And now what are Superman, you doing? Superman, destroy that so this doesn't fall under wrong hands. Really? I mean, you know, please do something. Send it back with Brainy. Do something. It's so much nonsense of what is going on. This book is so bad that when you're reading it, you're just cackling, laughing. And I was because you reviewed it. I just kept laughing. I mean, how can it be this bad? But Jim, that's not the end because Red Cloud, <laughs> she wants to break Superman. But yeah. Leone tells her he's already broken. But that's not the biggest thing at the end because we have to end on a huge cliffhanger like Dan Jurgens, you oh. know, to get you excited for the yeah, next book. So, so how big. do we end? Back in the Daily Planet where the FBI is shutting down the Daily Planet. Yeah, and all I, I thought care. of all I thought of here is that Jimmy says to Perry, Oh my god, now I don't know what Jimmy looks like. And he's like, Hey, Mr. White, I got all this footage, the gang war with Miss Leone, we have it all going down. Robinson Goods, the Red Cloud, I have footage, I have footage. And now they're shutting down the whole, you know, Daily Planet. So where are we gonna do it? Jimmy says, Oh no. Guess we're not putting out a paper today. It's right back to the Clark Catropolis. They're hitting online, Eric. They're going to go back to the million-dollar blog. Blogs where it's at. They're going to blog away with this shit. And so with this, though, you even have where there's Red Cloud. She goes and attacks Superman and the Super Family says, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to kill Lois because killing Lois, that is too much. That will make Superman go crazy. So I'm going to kill Jimmy instead. Get stopped. Then comes back and says, you all better leave or I'm going to kill your whole family. Doesn't do it. And then when Leone and finally she's like, I think I'm going to go the next level. You've been saying this shit for days and years. And then Leone, he's already broke. Like, like, I don't even I don't know, know what the Invisible Mafia does. I don't know. Nothing now. They only have two members. I mean, really, they're, they're fighting of who's the president and the vice president. Now you have these titles. And who's this guy who shows them the, the, the shrunken down nightclub slash factory that has a little patch like on his back? Mojo. Like he's Ving Rhames. <laughs> what is, did he get his soul taken out then? Is he getting rid of the Metropolis privileges for neck. Connor? For some reason, it's a little square piece of hair I'm that he has you, on the back of his head. I, no, I think it's a patch, and he is now taking away Metropolis privileges for Connor. Get, uh, get out of town. There you go. It's just nonsense. It's complete and utter nonsense. And again, I, I we don't always, know what that thing is on we the always back of joke about the, I have no I idea. <laughs> we always joke about it. It's the you know window into a soul. You end up where we keep saying, oh, you know, all these stories with the the identity being revealed, even that seems to just have been left behind. There was no reason for it. Now, here is the theory here, Eric. At one point, it was reported, this is by Bleeding Cool, and while people will snicker and say things, for the most part, they've been pretty right oh, yeah, on they've been for on a while. For a so I'm not ever like going to say Latino that anymore. News over here. <laughs> they are. When we used Latino to have that review. for movie news. Yeah. yeah. So you end up having them report at one point that 
in the 5G, there was going to be a weird thing where John was going to get upset at the world being mad at Superman for claiming I'm the king of the world, you know, with the whole deal in space with the UN and space, that sort of thing, the United Federation of Planets. So John was going to use shrink ray technology and shrink down Metropolis <laughs> to end up being his fortress of solitude because the Metropolis people were the only ones who were down with Superman. And so he could relax in their shrunken city. I, I, and I, think I need Ben to go away. I think this I is still where things aren't fully fixed. Now, we ended up saying, you know, 5G doesn't seem to be a thing. Can we shrink well, his contract? Maybe. Where we ended up saying that the whole idea of the world freaking out about Superman declaring himself the king of the world, that whole deal. We said that kind of faded out and fizzled. You really it seems like that's the stuff that's kind of trying to be sent some other way and things like that. And and it's starting to make sense exactly what was supposed to happen with some things that we're seeing. And I think that Brian Michael Bendis is now he's just he doesn't tell a good story on a good day. And now he's this caught, isn't a good day. He's caught between, you know, what he was going to tell and not tell. And he cannot get himself. He can't get out of his own way here. And you just have the worst, the worst depiction of Everybody in this book, nobody is done well. Maybe Perry at the end, but I still, he didn't even say Great Caesar's ghost. I mean, really, you can't do that. That's all you want. But yeah, so do all your you line, have, Perry, you dancing monkey. You, yeah, really. All you have in this, though, is just weird scenes. I mean, just the idea that they shrink down a nightclub, even though they make sure, hey, everybody got out, you're still destroying property and doing things against what you had set up with Cameron Chase and everything with that. And it's just, it's silly. It just seems so against what Superman would do. And it's just silly. You end up, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, we're going to shrink down the black label club. What does that mean? That's the gang. Too busy writing the jokes in this to actually tell a story. Seriously. It's like Biggie's going to go to LA and shrink down the forum or something. That's not how you do a East coast, West coast rap battle, Eric. That's not what happens, but yeah, overall it just sucks. What'd you give it? I ended up giving this a three out of 10 is what I said. I'm telling you, I I really had to come up with some reasons to go that high because I could go down to a, I could go down to a (laughs) 1.5. I really Really? could, but I don't want to. Moly, you're a hater. I I am a hater is a problem because I enjoy Superman, but this isn't Superman. I'm a hater. I don't skate very well. I know, but yeah, this, this isn't Superman. This is, this is bad. This is really bad. And it's just getting worse and something has to be done. He ended up. You know, we're saying, hey, my time like, on I Superman would books go are back coming. And read some, like, you know, Hell on Earth at the beginning of the New 52. I would too. Krypton Returns, <laughs> all that nonsense. It wasn't great, but at least it was something. I mean, I'd rather go and read Gene Luen Yang's super powered wrestling over this. Let's go I back mean, and, you know, some super doomsday kind of thing on Honeymoon Island. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I uh, ended up getting yelled at. I believe that was Scott Liddell screaming, yeah. yelling at me back in the day, but that was nonsense. But still, yeah, I'm a 2.5. I, I just, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. And, and, and we, we, you know, center he's, on he's Brian so Michael bad. Bendis, but he's terrible. You end up having a John Romita Jr. who is a, you know, you can say it's like an athlete that's, he's staying around too long. He's tarnishing any legacy that he has with a bunch of people. I see Poor people Undertaker. saying, and what people are saying, I know, <laughs> people are saying all around, like, you can't judge him by this. I mean, you got to go, but this is what's coming out now. Yeah. You can't do this. Stop, stop. And and the idea is laughable that Brian Michael Bendis thinks that, oh, I'll get that John Romita Jr. on this. This will be awesome. Did he not pay attention when, 
John Romita Jr. was with Jeff Johns doing the Superman because it was awful then as well, but better than this. And still, though, it's like two old guys sitting around. So, you know, you know what? The young kids. It's actually this podcast now that I remember <laughs> when we did Marvel books. Remember? You know, yeah, I know. I'm too old to remember, but that's it. What is your book of the week? Eric? My book of the week is Shazam number 13. I believe mine might be as well. I can't remember. See, I don't remember things. I'm too old, but I think that well, that was. Well, the thing mine is, was it any well. of these books? No. Was it Batgirl that we so. did on the no. Patreon spotlight <laughs> with the Shazam? And so Shazam, and it wasn't Amethyst either that I did. There you by go. Myself. So, yeah. Shazam. Shazam it was, Eric. That was pretty good. But next week, we have not as many books. It's the actually the official annuals week, it seems. Maybe we'll get some quality then, since there's not a lot of quantity. We'll see. We shall see. I'll tell you what they are, Eric, right now, and let you know that two of these books will be on the Patreon as Patreon-only exclusive well, man, deal. This works. So you'd go to <laughs> patreon.com slash weirdscience. Well, there's not a lot of books. So what I'm saying is this next week's podcast not going to be very long. We have Batman Superman number 10. Right, we gotta yeah. talk. We talking about that DC cybernetic summer? What? Ha- yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm sitting there. I guess I'm reviewing that one. I don't want to, but I guess I am. Batman Superman number ten. You will not mind when I tell you. Uh, you remember it's ultra humanite. Oh, right, when right, he right. ended I up. So we were kind of you know digging that actually. Yeah, the DC cybernetic summer number one. Right, you, one of those you got specials. That? Yep. Legion of Superheroes number seven, bitch. which starts the whole deal with seven trillion people. I believe on it. I think it's starting Every page next week is a that. new story with a new I character. I'm not going to say exactly because now I'm looking and it says showdown with the United Planets and that whole thing might be the next. Look, issue. if you put a gun in my with head and said, shutdown. which issue of the Legion of Superheroes is going to be this w- weird one? I would have said number five. Well, <laughs> this, this whole shutdown throws things off. I'm looking right now, Eric. What issue it is this? says, uh, this 77? is seven. Yeah, okay. Yes, I don't even seven. remember reading six issues of this book. Nope, it doesn't seem like that'll start. I think that might be eight and nine okay. that does that. So we have that. I don't want so that we'll have a, a standard. I don't want this deal. one. I don't want what we're doing because I don't like the Legion of Superheroes at all. <laughs> Red Hood Outlaw number 47. All right, let's find right, out more about the that. Untitled in Trigon. It says Lost in the Chamber of All, Eric, and they're all there. You end up having Suicide Squad number seven. Oh, good. And on that cover, you end up having... Deadshot there hugging his daughter saying, tell the boss I'm done. That's what he says. And his daughter, by this point, looks way too young. <laughs> this girl should be 40 by now. She'll yeah. always be a child and in Deadshot's then, eyes. Yes. Only one other book. Wonder Woman number 759. It starts Mariko Tamaki's run of Wonder Woman, who is now a newly christened Eisner Award winner. Ooh. She ended up winning a couple Eisners. So we'll see how that translates into a Wonder Woman story. Uh, we'll see. It's we'll supposed see. to be Maxwell Lord and all that stuff is going to end up being in there. But that's oh, it. There's man. Not a she lot of may books. or may not have history with him, depending on what the continuity is. Am I we'll right? Ha- we'll have <laughs> to see. I don't know, Eric. We'll have to see. But that'll be it. If you want to listen to those, go over to the Patreon. I- I well, as a bunch of other things as well. But Eric, what do we say at the end of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. We- Keep it weird. We'll see you in seven. See you in a seven. Hey 
that Bendis Why's your dialogue so shitty I just wanna turn away Cause man, it really is a pity What you do I hate to say it, but it's true I don't like you Hey there Bendis, when you gonna tell a story? I'm still waiting for the answers But I guess you never listen to reviews Cause then you know that I am through reading you Oh, please just leave DC Oh, please just leave DC Oh, please just leave DC.